Episode 20 of the I Am Your Friend podcast. I am your host, Aiden Licker, and our guest today is our friend, Emma. Hey, Emma. Hi, Aiden. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. How's it going? It's going good. Good. No complaints, I think. Really? Well, there's always complaints. I feel like <laughs> there's a vibe today. There's there's an energy in the air today, I feel like, that is just like, I don't know. I saw people tweeting today, a lot of a lot of sadness going on, a lot of tension going on, I feel like, right now. Oh, just yeah. with, like, I don't know, the whole, like, everybody's up in arms about the Afghanistan thing, um, and everybody's, uh, you know, all up in arms about COVID and unvaccinated people, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, there there's, seems to be, yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about... There was ever really the Afghanistan thing, I guess you can call it, you know, leaving Afghanistan. But that's such a hard topic to talk about and like really put your opinion out there on. And that's why I haven't. You know, I've seen a I, lot of people. Same thing. I have not said anything about it because it's such a complicated issue. I've seen so many people posting about it and sharing stuff. And uh, there's just been so many spirals out of that. Yeah, you know, the thing very, with women very, and children, yeah. you know, think just like that's a small example. But. It's been really tense the last 48 hours. Totally. And yeah, the only thing I'm really like, you know, on board with is like taking in the refugees and stuff. Of so it's like, all right, yeah, cool. All right, that's one good thing. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know, man. The, everybody seems to be focused on like blaming either Biden or Trump. One of the like presidents. Going back and forth. And yeah. I'm like, dog, we have been in Afghanistan. The last four. <laughs> since 2001. Yeah. Right. And before that, we were funding the Taliban since 1979. So it's like there's a whole slew of people to be pointing the finger at. Oh, yeah. And it's like thousands. It's just insane. Um, I I actually when Biden first announced that they were pulling the troops out like earlier, probably in the spring or winter, whatever. Uh, I real I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know anything about the f uh, the war in afghanistan like yeah. i know nothing i know that 9-11 happened and then i know we've been there for 20 years right and i don't know anything else mm-hmm. uh so what most people i guess would do in that situation would have an opinion before learning anything about it so yeah. what i did instead was i went on youtube which i know is not a uh it can be credible it can be yeah, but it can. it's not yeah. always right so i all i looked up was just like history of the Afghan war, like the U S Afghanistan war. And I found a YouTube series of this guy who like narrates and like animates stuff and basically like explained the entire conflict through a YouTube series. And I watched the entire thing and it was entertaining. It was super entertaining. Yeah. It felt like it was like history class with like, what were those Ted and Moby or whatever it was? You know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. There were these, we were too poor for that. No, come on. <laughs> Byron Bridget. They were literally on <laughs> like they were available to everybody. I, uh, I think they were made by poor people, but they were. Um, <laughs> then I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were the um, this like cartoon that was like a history cartoon. Was that like the same guys that did like I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill? No, that was mm. uh, Schoolhouse Rock, ah. but it was a similar kind of thing. And it was about this like older gentleman uh, who's like some sort of historian teaching like a student, but, and it was all animated and fun and it made it interesting. It reminded me of that. So teachers using, not teaching us, but just using animations to teach us. They I know mean, it works. works. Yeah, it totally works. Yeah. You know what? Foreign policy and foreign politics uh, were never my forte in my yeah. under, cause I was poli sci undergrad. 
Um, and I always shied away from that kind of stuff because it is so complex and there's so many actors. That's why I was like, I'll just stick to U.S. politics. And right. Like, That's kind of, yeah, same thing here. On, it was like, yeah. Right. And it was, you know, it's easier to focus on the stuff that like directly affects you, you know? So. Yeah. And, you know, in poli sci, it's mostly dudes. So, you know, and I'm not trying to like put people in the boxes, but like all the guys that were in like my class were really interested in like world wars and like, world history and world politics and like i was more like that's not my thing that's weird. people have their niche yeah like yeah, international politics yeah. yeah like they were more into like international politics um because like people we had to pick like a concentration so mine was american politics and sure i just stuck to that tried to be good at it yeah, that makes didn't sense. succeed in it but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right <laughs> do, do any of us succeed in our undergrad um no <laughs> that's why i have two bachelor degrees and work a nine to five that doesn't require What's your one. second one uh one is business so it's a it's a it's a mouthful but it's business administration mm-hmm. concentrating in music business right which now after i graduated now music business is its own degree but what? it wasn't when i was there it was just business administration concentrating in music business and then my other one is communication concentrating in audio radio production yes we talked about communication yeah because that's my minor Right, 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 right. Because, like, yeah. why not? So your undergrad, you graduated from poli-sci? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised. I don't know. I don't even consider, didn't even consider poli-sci, but I was always, like, I was in, really into, like, politics and everything, like, from, like, probably, like, 16 is when I started to really get into it, Um, when I really started to pay attention to, like, U.S. history and stuff like that, and then I had a really really good government teacher mm. my senior year of high school mm-hmm. um who kind of just lit a fire under my ass to uh inspire become a me. communist uh essentially yeah well no uh, you're we a libertarian no so, yeah, yeah 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 i for a little bit one we for a little bit i was a libertarian because i was an idiot but sorry for exposing you you've um, probably said that before i might have here. yeah i don't know no um, my um my political awakening was barack obama Interesting. Yeah. I, I was in eighth grade, right? 2008? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when he was elected, I don't know. I mean, everyone, there's something about him, right? Like, he, he has charisma, and I just, yeah. like, kind of latched onto that. And I thought, not only was he, like, he seemed like a really good guy, but I just, like, supported, like, what he stood for and his policies. And then I just stayed with politics all throughout high school. Got really into, like, every history class I could, you know, AP Gov, AP History, and then went into politics. My parents never said, like, um, you know, you'll probably have to move to like Washington, D.C. to get a job. They never said that to me, which is like fine because I don't think they want to like stifle that like dream. But then I got to my senior year at Fredoni. I'm like, I don't want to move to Washington, D.C. and not get paid money. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue there is that a lot of people that go into politics and can do that are like wealthier people. Um, and then it's just like a funnel of like wealthy elitist people becoming politicians. And yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not always, not yeah. always, of course not. No, right. there's definitely examples where that's not always true. Sure, but. yeah, it's few and far between, though. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I think that's what, you know, more people are starting to realize. Um, some people, it's so funny how people who are, like, far right, like, almost get it, you know? You ever listen to well, a like conservative self like owns? So close, yeah. yeah the cell phones, yeah yeah, 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 or accidentally based or accidentally left wing, whatever. Yeah, like it's like they get so close so many times. They're just like, they're like, yeah, it's the corporate elites, and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like on the left, and it's like, no, it's all of it's all of them. It's yours too, man. Like, <laughs> right, take ownership. Yeah, at least yeah, no, take ownership. But 
yeah so I never I never got to like get to that level of like actually full-time working for a politician I was intern for Gillibrand right which was sick yeah Yeah, that was really really cool and then I was um an intern for the mayor of Fredonia Wow, that's super you cool. Yeah. I think you, I think I did, but I it Which just was popped like back into my brain. Such a pure internship. Like yeah, I was like writing the mayor of a college town. Yeah, yeah. it was cool because he'd be like, "What do you think?" And I got to like, <laughs> I got to like sit in on like meetings with SUNY Fredonia, but like not as like a student advisor, but like as an intern for the mayor. So he would like turn to me and be like, "Emma, what do you think?" Wow, and I'd be like, "I should not be in this position." Yeah. Right now. That's so funny. Literally yeah. on the intern. Yeah. We like one of the big things I tried to help another student with was um, shutting down Canada Way for Fred Fest. <laughs> Clearly, they did not allow that. Yeah. Because it would make sense. Uh, it makes so much sense. And that was our argument. And the mayor was for it. He was like all about it. So who wasn't? Um, The village board. They make all the decisions. Uh, Mayors have literally no power. Like they are just a face of. Well, OK, I need to backtrack about what I say. Mayors do have influence and in who they hire to do the work. But a lot of it comes down to like councilmen, councilwomen, you know, planning boards, things like that, like other elected officials that really like have the stronghold on this also gets into like planning talk. Um, the strongholds of like big decisions, right? Like future developments or, you know, allowing them to shut down a street. Like, the mayor can like veto and be like, no, we're going to do it. But like they never will because they want those people to be their friend and like pass policies that they want to happen. So interesting. Mayors definitely have power. It's just a different type of power than I think people really think yeah. that they have. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Because I work with a lot of mayors in my current position and like they like show up at a meeting, they give like two cents and they're like, all right, I got to dip and like go show my face somewhere else. Like it's not like the nitty gritty stuff. Right. And they probably just also don't have the capacity for that. Like they're a hundred million places and they also have to have a full time job usually on top of being the mayor because communities don't usually pay their mayors enough to just live on that alone. OK, so does that translate as well to the mayor of a city like Buffalo? No, right. like a mayor of a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're Very getting, they're getting okay. that money. They're getting paid yeah. to like do and that they job. They probably have more power. They definitely have more power. And they also yeah. have um, way larger of a cabinet cabinet, I say. But like mm. people below them that are going to implement their policy. So like they're not doing it technically on the ground, but their employees, so to say, are. Um, and so when those employees are like put into the position by the mayor, like they're there because the mayor wants them to be there. Um, so if like a mayor, a new mayor came along, that person's spots in jeopardy because the new mayor can just be like, nah, you're out. I want like someone new in that position, like a different yeah, direction type yeah. of thing. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot of changes in the city of Buffalo, which should be really, really interesting. Um, yeah. And actually, I don't do a lot of work in the city of Buffalo. All my work's like across New York State. Yeah. So I'm like not that familiar, but I did know one of like the head planners in the planning department, and she just recently dipped. So she left. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means that there's a vacancy right now, but. You know, whatever happens with the election, that's going to be filled by someone regardless. So, yeah. And I mean, like I said, like that just that position alone doesn't have like the power to like change Buffalo. Sure. Um, It comes from a lot of different things and more so community members than anyone. So that's the biggest thing, I think. So um, your title is urban development planner no so (laughs) (laughs) is that even close well i say okay so i went to ub for urban planning urban and regional planning is okay i got urban and planning 
Yeah. So close. But I don't like calling myself an urban planner because I also work in really, really small communities. Sure. Like I work in like, I was just on a call for the village of Gowanda, which is like super tiny, like way smaller than like Fredonia, for example. I was working in Gowanda. Doing what? Uh, working at a Verizon store. No. Yeah. Oh my God. Such a weird. I'm so happy you didn't do that. Me too. I was when I was in Fredonia. That's still and kind this, of a far drive. Yeah, this is all right. This story doesn't matter, but this <laughs> this guy who owns like they're, they're like Verizon like authorized retail stores. There was one in Fredonia, or in Dunkirk maybe, and he also owned one like my uncle owns a owns a shop like in this plaza in like Derby. Sure. Okay. And this Verizon store like next to him mm-hmm. was like looking for employees uh. at his other shops. Okay. And so, like, my cousin reached out and was like, hey, do you want to work at the Rises or Gowanda while you're at Fredonia? And I was like, no. Okay, I good. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were, like, seriously considering well, it. Well, I asked the pay, and the pay was not. It was probably minimum, it right? It was terrible, like, yeah. Like, 10 bucks I, Like, hour? I made more working at Maria's, so. I th- oh, I thought you worked at Lena's. No, I worked at Maria's. My buddy Johnny worked at Lena's. Oh, yeah, yeah. He worked yeah. at Lena's. Okay, yeah. yeah. And you were at Maria's. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, you hated your... I remember seeing you at Maria's and you hated your life. Yeah. I was... Dude, I was 18 <laughs> years old and I was the manager. You were running the show. Yeah. With drunk people everywhere. Yeah, because the owner was my oldest brother's best friend and I was the only one he trusted with money. Just wow. because he knew Huge. my other brother. So like... And I was the youngest person that worked there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it was so weird. That dude was nuts. They're closed now though, right? Yeah. Oh. Which makes what sense. What a loss. But like that's such it's a because I left, dog. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I left like my junior year. Yeah, they say I, just, a yeah, I couldn't do it anymore. That. Yeah. Oh, it was it was like nice because it was just like beer money. You right. know? Yeah. So I just worked there and then had beer money and that but then I started working on campus mm-hmm. uh doing the IT stuff. Oh so. yeah. And I worked for FSA catering. Look at us. Employees Grinding. and students. I was Student employee of the month employees. like four times. Employee of the month, we didn't have that shit. Well, you should have worked catering. It was dope. I oh, I had friends who worked catering. Actually. Who? Uh, I don't. I don't. I'll. I That's think we talked about it and you didn't know them. So okay. Yeah. I just don't want to throw people's names out. Sure. You know? Yeah, I get it. If we're giving shoutouts, we're giving shoutouts, but it's sure. a different. Right. Still waiting to shout out something. I'll think of it. Anyway, we'll it's my job title. Technically, I'm an urban planner, but I like to say that I'm just a community planner because when I say urban, people get a very specific idea in their sure. mind of what I do. So like. I've had people one time be like, so you develop new cities. And I'm like, when was the last time you heard a of a new, new city? city? <laughs> How sick would that be? That'd be so, it's yeah. like Sims. Hey like, guys, yeah. there's this new city. <laughs> I mean, I wish. Yeah. Um, that'd be a nice start. And then everyone would want to live there. But um, yeah, so I just say community planner because I work in places like Gowanda. I work in like Williamsville, Amherst, Canton, New York, like the North Country of New York, Amsterdam, New York. So wow, everywhere. Which is fun yeah. and cool because then, you know, people, for good reason, you know, have things to say about Buffalo or their neighborhood and they're like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And I'm like, valid, fair, you're allowed to feel that. But like, have you been anywhere else in New York State? Because everywhere else isn't doing so well like sure. compared to Buffalo, right? So it's like, I feel like a lot of people are comparing the wrong scales. Like, like comparing Buffalo to New York City? Yeah, or even like, or even like. <laughs> like Austin or like San Diego, like you gotta, you gotta scale it down. You gotta scale it down. And, and I think that's great. I think people looking at their community, wanting to improve it always and finding, you know, things that can be improved is what makes a community keep going because if no one cared, then it would be a total shithole. Yeah. Um, but, um, Buffalo was for a while. Right. Right. Um, but 
and an article the other day said something about our population rise being thanks to like pagula sports and i'm like give me a break no. because that's like not it at all yeah. it's well, like well on the so because i live with my parents they still get the physical newspaper love it um i actually do enjoy it like if i move out i probably will subscribe to nice. a paper copy of the buffalo news yeah um but right on the front cover it was literally said it was because of like our immigration and, and refugee programs and stuff a hundred percent yeah and i don't know what that pagula where that pagula sports article like saying they Probably were the WYRK reason or something something like that but i'm just like dig a little deeper like look a little more into like the data like yeah just because canal side and harbor center and these are all great things yeah. they're what makes buffalo nice now right but it's not just that so so canal side shows um, are never happening again. Are you aware of this? Mm-mm. Because they, where the stage was, yeah. they permanently oh, the placed the carousel. Yeah, and they have no other place to put a stage. Like um. that was the only spot they could have put it, according to my friends that work in the like music production industry locally. Um. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't is, know it was who just planned like, that. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Really? Yeah, like that's a big the mistake. one cool thing we had. Yeah. You know, that's a huge mistake. Although I will say, like the early years of Canal Side concerts, which was what, like six years ago, maybe is when they started. Like 2010. I feel like they really they didn't start that early. Maybe. Well, they were Thursday in the Square for a while, oh, and they were in Niagara okay. Square, and okay. then they moved to Canal Side. But I feel like it was like you know better than me. I'm not from Buffalo. So. Yeah, but I also could be completely wrong, which I usually am. Where's so, um, but I want to say like they first started happening like when I was in college. Okay, so that was like 20. 13, 14, 15. Sure. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I could be wrong. But either way, during those times, whenever it first started happening, they were awesome. Uh, they were free. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so cool because it was this new thing. And it was it felt like Thursday at the Square, but in a new, more accessible venue. Um, and then they changed it um, because it really did start getting overwhelmingly um, like the crowds became like teenagers oh, it was like okay. a bunch of high schoolers that would just hang out and vape and fight and right um all my favorite things yeah it, it was it was scary uh and then so they changed it to be 21 plus only i believe uh and then we're doing like the five dollar or ten dollar tickets but Which it was bad. like but if you did got that you also like your ticket got you like two free beers or something like that no 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 wait I was mixing up because they did the regular. So they did that first. And then the year after that, they upped it again. Well, they didn't up it. They were like, now there's a VIP section Mm. and it's like, and it's it's like 30 bucks. It includes two free beers and it gets you access to the front of the stage, which is sick because like for a concert, 30 bucks being admission two two beers and access to the front of the stage is like, that's not a thing anymore. Um, (laughs) Right. So that was last year, 2019. Well, I know that wasn't last year, but the last year that they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool, but it also felt like mm, it's not as cool as it was when it was free and it was just open. You know what I mean? Now it's like if you pay a certain amount, you get better things. And it was like right. what was cool about the original ones, it was just like a free-for-all. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. Anyone and, uh, can come. Right. Yeah, and now so it kind of changed the and dynamic. They just kept, yes. And I and while I did, like 2019, I went to the Incubus concert there. and sick. It was sick. Incubus is one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, got my two free beers. And I was right up on the front of the stage. I was like, this is awesome. But it also felt weird because it's like they block off that section so nobody else can get to it besides VIP. 
So you feel kind of like, like, I don't VIP. know. Some people like feeling like that. I sure. don't. I'm like, ah. At a show. Like, right. No, not yeah. necessary. Not for me. Yeah. That's anyway. interesting. And, you know, canal sites run by New York State, technically. It's, um, or Erie County, Erie Canal Development Corporation, some acronym. Jesus. Um, it's an agency. It's run by an agency, right? Okay. So it's not like some, um, like, nonprofit. That's, you know, doing the work behind that. I'm sure they work with nonprofits and things like that, but it's an agency. Um, and you know what? That was just probably not a thought in their mind. And I think the direction Canal Side's going and how it started, too, um, is they wanted families down there. They're pushing family atmosphere, family yeah, place. Which I can get on board with. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Buffalo... I mean, that drives the economy, right? Like, sure. If you don't have if that. If movies are moving in, or if families are moving into the city. That's what they that's want. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Or they just want families to spend a weekend or a day. Like, they just want to keep them down there. So right. I get that. But, yeah, that's not having an area yeah. for a stage blows. Well, I know there's also plans for, like, I mean, they have been doing shit, but, like, for a like, completely revamping LaSalle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going on right now. Oh, it is happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're yeah. Like, they're like redoing the hills and shit. Yeah. I actually know some of the firms that are working on that. Oh, cool. Um, I think the lead firm, though, is out of New York City, probably, because for some reason, Buffalo planning projects always have out of town lead. Those bastards. I know. It pisses me off to no end. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Because it's like, who knows? Who knows how to connect with the people in the community better? Than, the than like the there. planners in the community. But then uh-huh. I'm like, wait, I'm going to other cities and planning. Sure. <laughs> so sure. I guess yeah. I can't really say yeah. that much about it. But yeah, there, that's definitely in the works. And that's going to be, you know, years. Yeah, years. yeah, yeah. It's not a quick fix. I remember reading about it in uh, Buffalo Rising. Yeah. Um, which is, do you read Buffalo Rising? Mm-hmm. That's like well, my go-to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like an avid or avid if reader I see of it, like an like, article about a new development, yeah. I usually sometimes if I like have downtime at work, I'll yeah. just pull up Buffalo Rising and, and just go accessible. through the development section and see what's mm-hmm. going on. And usually it's like really, it makes me really upset because it's just like, oh, another elegant development, seven story apartment building is going up at this corner right across from the other one that they just built. And it's just like, oh, okay, but that's not bad. I know. It's not bad. That's not bad. They just look not cool. <laughs> And I think we talked about this before. We did, yeah. And I will defend this. All right, um, housing is so hard to do because usually developers lose money on it. Um, there's a lot of restrictions for good reason. Um, and materials are expensive. So they're going to look a certain way. I know it sucks. Did you yeah. see the, the new one that's done on near me on Bryant and Elmwood? Uh, is that near uh, Bean Bastard? Yeah. Yeah. It's across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one looks good. Yeah. Do you think that one looks good? I mean, it's just huge. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, I like seeing <laughs> nature. Yeah, but you're in the so. city. I know. You're Come right. On. You're right. You're right. That's a that's a very good argument. Now I feel stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't feel stupid. I just think, you know, yeah, there is you're a in lot city. of new it apartments. It should be tall buildings But if shit, we yeah. want more people moving into the city. You're right. Yeah. And it's so hard to get an apartment in the city. Like, yeah. I mean, I was so lucky with my new one that my friend's dad owned the house. But oh, like sick. my last apartment, yeah. I like had to fight to the death for that thing. So, right. And that's basically where I'm at right now is yeah. I'm obviously extremely lucky to live with my parents who, you know, are have, I'm good. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm getting at. Um <laughs> I'm taken care of, uh, which is, uh, I am, I'm very lucky. So I, I have no rush to move out right mm-hmm. now. Um, and I couldn't really super comfortably afford to anyway. Um, but it would, that's kind of what I'm waiting for is just like an opportunity. You know what I mean? Cause I know I'm not gonna, if, if it comes with time where it's like, Oh, I, I'd like to move out. And then I have to settle for something because 
Yeah. You know? So I'd rather and wait. And a lot of people do that. A lot right, of people exactly. are like, well, a lot of people don't have a choice, which is why I'm saying I'm extremely lucky in right. my situation. But I, right. that's my plan is just to hopefully find something that's just like a good deal, nice place that I can comfortably afford in a decent area and I'll take it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's, I shouldn't say like, it's really hard to get an apartment. I'm sure some people might object to that, but to get a quality apartment with a quality landlord in an area that you feel safe. Like there's a lot of boxes to check. And I think that's why there's so many new apartments going up right on Elmwood or right off Elmwood because yeah. they know people will want to live there and feel safe there. And, you know, um, either more than one bedroom. So if you have like kids, you can live there. Like it can be a family. So I think that's a thought behind that. But don't you think there's also a thought behind it that they could charge up the ass for rent in that neighborhood? Oh, for sure. For yeah. some of those. For some of those. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the city of Buffalo, I would hope so, um, <clears throat> usually does a regulation on how many market rate you can have, you know, affordable. Some have to be low income. Like the one downtown with a grocery store, Bray Miller's, mo- a majority of those are going to be low income apartments. Oh, sick. Yeah. So I and I think that it. was like a low income housing development project. Awesome. Um, so like that right there is an example. But the hoops... And I'm not saying developers should have it easy, but there are a lot of hoops you have to jump through to make certain things happen. So like the easy thing to do is just be like, oh, let's charge three grand for this one bedroom apartment every month. But I think we're seeing more of, you know, the city of Buffalo not allowing that. And hopefully that doesn't continue. But there's also people in the city of Buffalo that can afford that. Yeah. There's people that make money in Buffalo. Right. With all the industries. I mean, have. yeah. Yeah. So like if they can afford to live that and those apartments are ready to be moved into, yeah. let them come into the neighborhood and spend some money while not kicking other people out of the neighborhood. You're hundred percent correct. It's a balance. It's See, a this balance. is why I don't, these are things that I don't speak on and I just text you instead. Cause I'm like, I think I have an opinion on this, no, but I don't really. No, your opinions are good. Yeah, I know. But, but this is, but you actually know how these things work. So far. I mean, I still say I'm like such a novice. Like I've only been planning, which feels crazy. It feels like I've been doing it much longer, but for only full time three years. And yeah. I didn't even know what urban planning was. I mean, I feel was. like that's a decent amount of time. Like yeah. I don't, I mean, I guess probably depending on how you look at it, but I feel like three years is a decent experience to really fully grasp, you know, your job at least. And yeah. like, you know, what's how, how things are working around you. There's just so many things to planning. You know, it's not just development. It's also road networks and you know sidewalks and small businesses and natural resources and contaminated properties like there's just so much you have to think about yeah um which is why i really like it because i I don't get bored because i'm like oh now i have to think about that yeah see i I think this shit is so interesting it is and i i'm sure there's people who probably are like who are listening to this this is like this is the most fucking boring shit (laughs) they probably are please don't turn it off i swear i'm cool yeah No, I like I could listen to this shit for hours. I am so interested in, I don't know. I'm always just obsessed with the idea of community, like mm-hmm. it, when it comes down to it, and just like everybody kind of, you know, doing their part um, to have a thriving, interactive community. I suppose. Um, so I think that shit's super fucking interesting. Um, and you know, and the one thing I always talk about with you is how much of an advocate I am for good public transportation. Oh, uh, Buffalo. Yeah. Which well, Buffalo just doesn't have. If we had, this is my theory, and obviously it's not right. It's just like an idea I had. But, um, and what I got into a fight on Twitter about. Um, if the stadium was downtown, yeah. if the city of Buffalo decided to play ball, no ball, pun intended. Nice. Um, <laughs> 
I think it would have driven the demand to NFTA, yeah. the transportation agency in the Western New York, to create the infrastructure that's needed to make that stadium possible like right. getting people down there yeah ridership usership like because then they would be profiting right so it's like almost like dangling a carrot in front of them being like yo if we put this stadium downtown think about how many people are going to be using your metro right if we put it downtown like all the people from the burbs like yeah. if you got well it that's there, how that's how they say so when you know obviously comparing buffalo to other cities like if you're comparing to austin or san diego or whatever yeah. i think uh better suited cities to be looking at are cleveland mm-hmm. and pittsburgh yeah and those cities i fucking love downtown pittsburgh it is Same. phenomenal they have all the stadiums and arenas yep. right fucking next to each sure other do. and you can just take a park anywhere and take a train whatever mm-hmm. and it's so sick and I'm the same thing as you, and I think we might be in the minority of advocating for a city or a, a stadium, a football stadium downtown. Really? Have you talked to other people and they say that it shouldn't be? Correct. Well, with the current infrastructure, 100%. Right. Well, what this if? is so here's my thing. My argument is the same as yours. It's just like, you know, it, it makes us, you know, boost the city. People will move into the city, you know, makes increases public transportation because not only when you increase public transportation does it give you you know more access to get down to a stadium or whatever it also gives more people access to get to work mm-hmm. you know yeah and, it's not and just about the stadium exactly right? yeah, yeah. There, there's there's tons of benefits for that and um when you know it's just all good things for the city of buffalo for the uh the greater good mm-hmm. uh and bills fans don't give a shit about that like bills fans give a shit about tailgating right. and that's it so it's like and when I try to have these conversations with Bills fans, they're like, but where are we going to tailgate? I know. You know, because my whole thing is like, oh, if we have a bunch of railways that take you there, you can park at a bunch of different places and then you don't have to worry because everybody's argument is the traffic, right? Well, you can get to the different areas of the city and then take the train to the stadium. But where do we tailgate? And I'm like, I- there's like 32 acres of vacant parking lots in the city of Buffalo yeah, on the but, weekends. So how do you so. get to and from them? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I tailgated. Because I'm Nashville. also a huge advocate of get rid of all the highways. <laughs> no, which I was like, no, Aiden. <laughs> I hate highways, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone does. They're convenient like, for me. Sure. Obviously from living in the suburbs, but yeah, it's like. I say, how do you get to work? Um, yeah, but I can get to work without a highway. But that's just my direct commute to work. There's, I literally have two different options and the difference is about five minutes. Sure. Um, but highways going into the city because they're. The, like how they were, you know, the whole history of them being placed and how it's segregated the city. And we have one of the most segregated cities in the country. Sure and we have, and the east side of Buffalo is one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in the country. Because of the 33, yep. Right, exactly. And like that, it's because of the segregation, which is because of the 33. And you know what I mean? It's yep. like, so I'm, for that reason alone, I'm like, get rid of. <laughs> Reconnect 30. it. You're yeah. Saying. Yeah. Which there was like a proposal out there for like a little while of right. changing everything. But, you're, and- but the people go that go, well, what about my drive to work? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, you could find another way to get to work. This is about the greater good of the city, which again, a yeah, lot of I people think there's a balance to that. Just don't give a shit. I think there's a balance to that. I think you can do some of those things that were proposed and not all of them because realistically. I'm very dramatic. You know this about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're but- Pisces. This is what we do. <laughs> I am not a quintessential Pisces, though. For okay. Sure not, no. I think my um son, is it your son that's your true sign or your son that's like your- Son is your true sign. So your rising. My rising is an Aries. Okay. 
I don't know much about Aries. Yeah, um, apparently they're like direct and feisty and things okay. like that. My rising is a Scorpio. Oh, which means I appear uh, <laughs> uh, much more confident and outgoing than I actually am. So, so pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Anyways, I'm, and highways. Then just for to keep going into astrology for a little bit, your moon sign. So those are like the big three, if you will. Yeah. Um, the moon sign is how you handle your emotions. Yes. So I'm a Virgo moon, which Virgo and Pisces are polar opposites mm-hmm. on the chart, which means I handle my emotions the opposite of how like I actually am perceiving them, which is like not good. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. a lot of. Conflict and I'm an extremely for you. emotional person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, finding a balance. I would say I'm emotional, but not in like the sad, like, woe is me emotional. Okay. More so like emotional, like I show my emotions. Like yeah, if yeah, I'm annoyed, yeah. I'm going to be annoyed. If yeah. I'm mad, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. You know, if, like I'm going to be sign? loud. And inter- Do you know what your moon sign is? I should know this. That's I actually okay. went to a psychic. Oh, interesting. Um, this is a good story. Go on. Um, forget planning. Um, I went to a psychic. We'll get back to it. <laughs> and um, right after I was graduating from UV and I was like, you know what? I want to know what's next on my path. Like, I'm, like, very intrigued by, like, what's next for me. I already had a job lined up at CNS where I currently am. So I was like, I just want to see, like, what's going to happen. So I went to her. And she told me nothing she said was correct. Yeah. Absolutely Where'd you go? not. Uh, some woman in, like, Amherst. I don't remember okay. her name. There's a woman in West Seneca. Is she dope? I can recommend for you. Yeah, that okay. my mom saw. I would be down to see. I'll tell my see. story after, but go okay, ahead. Okay, okay. And she was just, like, not right. Like, she said I was going to move to the West Coast, meet someone out there, marry them, move back here, and, like, all within, like, four years. And clear, that didn't happen. I haven't moved in five years from the city. Yeah. Today's my five-year anniversary living here, by the way. Crazy. Wow. I know. Um. So she was just completely wrong. But at the end, I was, like, her last appointment. She's like, when's your birthday? I was like, March 15th. She's like, oh, it's a March Pisces. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, I'm going to read your chart. And she like read my entire chart, like went through it yeah. in depth. So you think I would know what yeah. I am. But when she read your chart, did you feel it was accurate to you? Yeah. 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 I, I do had, think my chart's accurate. Yeah. I had my chart read to me and like, and that was like, I had always, I mean, I've always been into astrology, but yeah. never like, I just kind of like humored it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I believe in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now I, I, I totally do as well. And, and anybody who listening is like, what the fuck? Like fucking chill out and just understand. Like, cause I have a lot of friends, like I have friends that I know if I bring it up, like they're just going to like me. roll their eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is, is fair, yeah. which is totally fair because of the way that it's like totally it's, the Especially way it's now. presented. Yeah. The way it has oh, always been presented is like insane. But when you really start to learn about it, like it is extremely interesting and it is all based on real shit. Yeah, like, like it's all based on how things degree. happen in the sign and yeah. like in the stars, like and how planet the planets rotate and move. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, as a person who's just kind of, you know, maybe experimented with psychedelics a, a bit, I, I tend to believe that the universe has an energy about it that, that moves and alters. And maybe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, had my whole chart read to me yeah. one time and went through the entire thing and, it was nuts. It was like life changing. I'll never forget it. Like of just how spot on spot it was. On. Yeah. And affirming it was, you know, mm-hmm. of just being like my whole thing of like growing up was that I always was told I was too emotional and too sensitive and all these things. And then when I get my chart read to me, it's like, oh yeah, your superpower 
is that you're extremely sensitive. Yeah. You're extreme, and it's like it's it completely flipped the script of being like all these external sources told you all these things about you and you believed it. But what you should have been, you've just been listening to your inner, you know, spirit or whatever. That's like, this is how you're supposed to be. And it's mm-hmm. actually a benefit. Like it's a plus. Embrace it's not it. A, yeah. 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 yeah I, think so astrology I think that's just does super that. interesting. I think people like embrace once they learn about their signs and like the, the positives or even the negatives are like, yeah, that's me. Like I, right. that's who I am. And the thing is, if it's not real, it made me stop hating myself. So, so I think it's a flaw. I'm just so leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. Today, you know, in today's world, especially with TikTok, um, which we can talk about TikTok too. Fuck yeah. Holy shit. I, the I knew asking you to it. come on that this is going to be like a three hour episode probably because <laughs> every time we hang out, this is how it works. It's I know. Just like, and I was all like, Aiden, are like, you sure we should do this at yeah. seven o'clock at night? <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to be fine. Um, no, TikTok with astrology is like, no, number one, the Pisces man slander is dude. So it's <laughs> fucked up, but I get it because I brother's a Pisces, so like it's funny. The Pisces man slander across social media is insane, and I see it all the time. And it is like, it is so it's almost like a joke now, though. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a meme that like Pisces men are the worst, but uh, it's not wrong. And the thing is, like, just because of like how I have been in my past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, a few years ago, Fair. they would have been extremely correct. Yeah. But it's like, I think, You've you know, grown. but I also have become very self-aware and gone to therapy mm-hmm. and like worked on a lot of my issues mm-hmm. that like, I'm not like that anymore. But right. like at one point I was definitely that like <laughs> fell, fell right into that meme for sure. Yeah. My brother is a Pisces man. And um, actually it's really funny. I made a TikTok when we were on vacation because my mom's a cancer. My sister's a cancer. My sister-in-law is a Pisces. My brother's a Pisces. Holy I'm a shit. Pisces. You guys just got water signs. All water around. signs yeah. on a vacation together. I'm like, who wants yeah. to cry first, baby? Let's go. Maine. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. A bunch of water <laughs> signs Maine. go to Maine. That's I'm a fucking Lake. poem. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. You Maine's love Maine. I love Maine. Yeah. My family is from Maine. My grandparents grew up there. High school sweethearts. Had a house up uh, there. So adorable. Dude. The best. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I have a house up there. And then my grandma's family actually owned it but then it was passed down to you know her and my grandpa and now it's passed down to my mom and her two brothers and then i don't know how it's gonna be passed down to uh, all the cousins i think maybe it'll just stay in families sure hopefully maybe we'll see i'm not gonna worry about that right now it's a little early for that but that's cool though so you go up there how often do you go up there well, usually it's just one time a summer um, for like a week yeah um but last summer was dope well, not because of COVID, but because I had so much vacation to use. I got to go up there in June for a week and I worked like 15 hours, like whatever, like a little bit part time answering emails. And then I got to go up for another week at the end of the summer. And then this year I got to go up for like 10 days, which was probably like my longest vacation since I started working full time. That's awesome. I never go on sick. vacation, so I'm glad you do. You really need to. Yeah, I know. That's like the most important thing. I ever. literally only take time off to go to the studio or go like on tour or something like that. Well, like yeah. Feeling. So you're going on tour. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you'll, you'll be using all of your. Um, yeah. So I have like 90 hours of PTO saved up right now. Um, How many do you get a year? This is like. How many weeks? Put in weeks for me. I have no idea. Like I get three weeks. I get 120 hours a year. I think I get less than that, but. Boo. But it's over. Like I didn't take any time off last year, like at all. At all. Yeah. Only when I was in the studio, and I did only had to take a few days. So a lot of this is overlapped from last year. Okay. 
Um, and really, other than that, I just take I'll take like half days to go mm-hmm. to my tattoo appointments because mm-hmm. I have to drive to Alcatraz and. And I also booked them out a year in advance. And I literally am just like. Which is so crazy to me because I text my tattoo artist and I'm like, can you squeeze me in tomorrow? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dude literally is booked out to 2023 right now. My next tattoo appointment is September 2022. That's insane. Yeah. So but like that's so I just when I go there, I just book a bunch of appointments. Yeah. As, basically as many as he'll let me. And then uh, he, I just like just whenever. Like right. and then I'll figure it out. I'll, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. like if it's, you know. Um, a weekday in the middle of the day I'll take off work like I don't give a shit Um, but yeah so So don't go on vacation yeah what I'm gonna do is just like my boss shout out my boss is the coolest fucking dude um, and he's like an old school punk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's letting me work from the road which Which is is awesome. Which is so sick. Um, so I basically have to figure out you know uh, I'll figure it out as we get closer to it um, when is that again? Uh, we leave November 11th and come back December 18th. So I basically just have to figure out like which days I'm going to take for off. for Thanksgiving. And, yeah, I'm going to be in LA. Damn. Yeah. That's a weird yeah. place to be for Thanksgiving. I feel uh, like it's not Thanksgiving vibes, you know? I'd it prefer makes me to be think like, of New Girl. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I know about uh, Thanksgiving in LA <laughs> is New Girl. Um, because the Thanksgiving episode <laughs> of New Girl is phenomenal. Um, but... We're staying when we're in LA. We're staying with um, the one singer of Super Americans' mm-hmm. girlfriend's family. Oh, cool! Um, oh, so, so yeah. you'll have like Which, a good and, Thanksgiving. And his girlfriend and her, like a few, of, and her family are like flying to LA for the show. Oh, cool! And then so we're all going to be together for wow. Thanksgiving. That's a good girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty close with with his girlfriend as well. Yeah. Um, I like hang out with her and her family at their lake house and stuff. Like it's a good time. But so I'm excited. It'll be cool. It'll be yeah. obviously it'll be a very different experience for Thanksgiving, but to be in LA in the sunshine. So yeah. That'll I'm be sick. It. It'll be yeah. like 80 degrees yeah. and sunny. It's never cloudy there for sure. Yeah. But. So I don't know the whole thing with COVID blowing up right now. So I mean, it's yeah. in November, so it's like, who the fuck knows? Right. Happen Things could change yeah. rapidly. Um, so we're supposed to be going to Vancouver, you know, which I would obviously love to Vancouver is like one of the yeah. most like sought after cities for me. Um, so I would really like to be able to go there. I just paid to get my passport to to be able to go there. So, um, what was it like? How much did you pay? Two, like fifty? Yeah, maybe, yeah, because I paid there. to get my passport in March of 2020 to go yeah. to England and Ireland. And oh then like, <laughs> wow! And then like three weeks later, I was like, "That's you know not what's happening. crazy." So I go to get my passport, right? And uh, it's insane how much shit you need. Did like you go you to the need downtown to be place. So prepared no i just went to the post office oh. i filled out the application online mm-hmm. and then printed it out yeah you need so much shit you need so much and you mm-hmm. need photocopies of all the shit yep. and then uh i went to just like a walgreens to get the pictures yeah. done and then just brought it all to the post office and the woman working was like all right so she's like um it's like 18 weeks for a passport right mm-hmm. now she's like if you expedite it yep. you can get it in 12 and i'm like okay i'll do that it was like 50 bucks to expedite or yep. whatever i needed it before 18 weeks so uh i did that and then it showed up in two weeks yeah so did mine so did mine and i was yeah. like it's already here that's what i'm saying i got it like a few days ago and i just was like how's your pick terrible Mine's it's super so dark bad and ugly i look so bad yeah i don't i mean it's a passport whatever but well, like i'm vain yeah it's not like you're gonna post <laughs> it on instagram you know no that would be weird yeah and and probably some, yeah <laughs> dangerous not yeah. smart on my yeah, end totally. that's something i would do though um, just not thinking about it no anyway well 
Wait, I have more questions. About oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm interviewing you. <laughs> you run it. You run the show. Yeah. Um, so are you playing or are you tour managing? No, I'm tour managing. Oh, yeah. I've yeah, been yeah, telling yeah. people you're playing. I was them. originally going to be playing. Okay. There was a whole thing. Uh, nothing, literally nothing bad happened. Right. Just like uh, things changed. Uh, things changed. Um, and so I originally, so the original, original plan was I was going to be tour managing. Mm-hmm. And then it was like I was going to be playing guitar. Mm-hmm. And then it was... And then I was like, all right, I'm actually just going to tour manage for right now. It was all, it's just because they're the opening band on the tour. Right. Um, they don't have a lot of wiggle room for yeah. things. Um, so it was just going to be easier for everybody if we just, they had, if we did it this way. So, yeah. And you um, like tour managing. I love it. I'm you so excited. It. Well, I'm yeah. a very organized person. I know. Um, and I'm like a dad, yeah. you know, so I like being the van dad, yeah. you know, so I you just take gotta, that role. I'm basically babysitting, it. you know, and I just, I'm like, have to like, all these guys are going to be, you know, drinking and I just got to make sure I got to just keep them all. Get on the bus. Yeah. I'm just like a herding the sheep. You're you know? like a camp counselor. Yeah. Were you exactly. ever a camp counselor? No. I was a camp I, I, I've counselor. I've never gone to camp. My parents loved me. Yeah. Wait, you never went to camp? Like any type of camp? You didn't even get insulted by that joke? Yeah. You said your my parents love me. Yeah. <laughs> Mine did um, not. No, I never went to camp. Um, all right. I just want to say Freebird slaps. By Super Mario. Oh my god, I okay, love yeah. that. Yeah, and it's, the it's, and the original. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you were talking about a camp or something. I'm like, is there a camp Freebird? I just wanted to go Sounds back sick. to that really quick. Yeah. You know no, it can. does. Yeah. Shout out Freebird by yeah. Super American. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. They're so funny that they did that and called it Freebird. I love it. Yeah. It's such a good song. It's so short too. It's like over in a snap. Yeah, they write pop songs. That's fine. They're very good. That's yeah. why I like them. Yeah. Um, camp yeah i went to so many camps i went to jesus camp which was really interesting after my parents got divorced (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'm sorry to laugh at that that's such a funny statement my mom my like my mom like found god again after my parents got divorced which is like fine whatever gets you through it i mean gotta do whatever it takes do what you gotta do diane single mom out here just like whatever so she sent us to a jesus camp in the adirondacks which i'm like why did you drive us five hours each way to go to a camp? Like we could have gone to one. And she like, was going through a lot. Yeah. She was like, get out <laughs> for a week and She's a half. She's like, I don't know. Just fucking go. This is the only one that would take you. <laughs> so I went to horse camp. That's a real thing. Were you a horse girl? Yeah, so many people are. Yeah. I was a horse girl. Wow. Twice. You went to horse camp twice. Yeah, I did. And then I did the outdoor adventure camp, which I don't know why I did that because I did. That didn't. sounds fun. That sounds like the most fun out of them. Yeah, I thought so. I wasn't into Jesus it. camp was more fun. No, no, that was part. So, oh, sorry. So Jesus camp had like all these different camps you did in it. Oh, so and, like, horse, camp, horse camp, camp was part of Jesus camp. camp. Outdoor adventure was, was part, part of Jesus, of Jesus camp. camp. And then my brother went to like golf camp. Was outdoor adventures just like a reenactment of stations of the cross? What is that? You learned nothing from Jesus <laughs> camp. Didn't. You don't know what stations of the cross is. <laughs> I didn't learn anything in church. I would just like draw on like the pamphlet. Stations that you got. of the cross is the thing they do around Easter time and they do You're it. Catholic. What are you? Methodist. You don't have Easter? We don't have Stations of the Cross. You have Good Friday? No. What? That's a Catholic thing, dude. No Lent, no anything. Go to religion school. <laughs> dude, dude, what? Nothing like that. I didn't Methodists know that was don't exclusively mess with that. a uh, oh, I mean Damn, I Methodist sounds dope. It is. It's really cool. Well, let me explain to you what Stations of the Cross is. So it's basically like a play um that the Catholic Church puts on. 
around Easter time, usually the week leading up to Good Friday. I would love to be in a play. Um, my cousin Zach, shout out my cousin Zach, first shout out of the episode. Um, he was Jesus when he was in eighth grade at his Catholic school, and I went and watched it because Incredible. he was performing in it. And it's literally in the church, and uh, it's like students put it on, uh-huh. and they and it's a whole thing. It's like these different stations that are, it's stations are essentially the chapters of Jesus getting crucified. Mm. Sounds and a bunch of eighth graders. Sad. Are, it's extremely sad. And you just For like, Jesus. yeah. So you just, you know, and like, you know, like the cousin movie Zach was, yeah. Cousin Zach was up on there. My cousin Zach has been jacked and with an eight pack since he was like four years old. So it was like, it just made sense for the white people who love jacked Jesus, you know? Um, so he was, yeah, he was Jesus and I just watched him and he fell, you know, he had to fall with the cross cause Jesus fell with the cross, get whipped and stuff like that. They didn't actually whip him. Right. You know? I saw Jesus Christ superstar. And right. So, you yeah. know, the dude, Jesus, first of all, <laughs> great, Jesus musical. Christ, great musical. The, the you've, I assume the movie, have you seen the movie? Yeah, of course. From the seventies. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. The music is top I was like notch. obsessed music, with that yeah. musical yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Like I really, really liked it actually for Easter one year. My parents got me, uh, Jesus Christ like superstar. in my Easter basket, with Jesus, no, 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 the VHS. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you still have it? Somewhere, yeah. Probably. Incredible. I used to I watch it all the time. I still don't. They, um, uh, a few Easter's ago, they did the NBC like live performance I hate those or whatever. Things. Yeah. Dude. But the songs are great. <laughs> yeah, but the music's good. Yeah. I forget who was. John Legend, I think. Oh. Uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He was in it at least. Yes. I don't know if he was Jesus. I think he was Jesus. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sure half of America was like, black Jesus. Yeah, they were pumped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were definitely pumped. They were so excited about that. (laughs) Shit, dude. Oh, that's good. I do love John Legend, though. Yes. He's married to Chrissy Teigen, though. She is something else. I don't really, I didn't really know who she was. Um that's impossible. She's like right? everywhere. That's there are so many people like that. Like someone will say something. Okay. I am so removed from a lot of things in like mainstream a list things. Right. And I you think don't it's like a lot of celebrities. Well, I don't like know a lot of celebrities or like, right. That's what like, I mean. I like didn't you don't know. Follow I didn't know who like the Kardashians really even were until like a few years ago. Um, and that's literally just because like, I didn't know that, that the show existed. I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, cause I don't, I don't watch cable TV. I never sure. did. Yeah. You're poor. Um, no, I've moved beyond <laughs> poor. I got to streaming. <laughs> you're poor. Shut up. Was, um, the same. We were, um, no, I don't know. I just was like, I got very, when I was in like middle school, high school, I got very into like uh, indie type stuff. Yeah. You, you, know? just, like, you just didn't pay attention to it. Right. And then you have no girls in your family. Correct. That's the biggest That's thing. probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. So reality TV in my house was not a thing. No. We watched, like I, my older brothers watched like the real world and shit. And I watched Loved like, those. I didn't watch Jersey Shore until college when they put it on Hulu. Right. And, uh, and I loved it. I watched like a few episodes in high school, but that was, you know, and it was just because everybody was talking about it or whatever. Of course. But, um, yeah, like that was just not a thing in my, we just didn't do it. Like okay. we watched like, you know, we would watch Jackass right. and like Viva La Bam and Robin Big and that kind of stuff. That was the only reality television we would Rip watch. Big. Can we R. talk R. about it for a second while on the topic of that? I knew, I know where this is going. Ridiculousness? Yeah, that's always running MTV. <laughs> They're like, what? I, who does Rob Deck have blackmail on it? I, dude, I see tweets about it and stuff. And then I just like, well, randomly, because my parents have cable. So like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd never watch it. But like, I, uh, 
I will go through just the channels if I'm chilling sometimes. And every single time I go by MTV, ridiculousness is on. And I'm like, this is actually like, I thought it was just a funny meme. Like it's real. Like, and how about it was what their 40th anniversary or something. And they just played 24 hours of ridiculousness. Yes, like all like, the good things that MTV has done, you know, you could have done 24 hours of music, music videos. It would have been so sick. Or and I feel like the young generation like would have loved it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So sick. Because the younger generation probably doesn't even watch cable. Mm. Bachelor. Bachelorette. I don't know if Gen Z watches that really, though. That's such a millennial thing. Yeah, it really is. That's like one of my painful. You know how like we all have like, well, you're not really a millennial. I'm still a millennial. You are. Yeah. You call yourself a. Zillennial or a zillionaire. But I'm like a true millennial, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in there. Yeah. 94. I mean, you're go. you're right on the end. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, I am. But one. we're both younger millennials. Yes. Yes. And like, I don't relate to like a lot of millennial stuff, you know, like the, um, I hate the word chuggy, so I'm not going to use it because I hate that word. I think um, everybody hates that word. I don't think anybody likes that word. I don't think, I think that was just a thing. It was like the girl that made that up on TikTok was like, I'm really sorry, guys. Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was. I just I think, yeah, she made it up as like a joke. Yeah, it was and like a joke. And millennials were like, this is what Gen Z is saying about us. Yes, and then it got doing. into like a generational war. Yeah, and I was I'm, like, I'm so I sick hate of that this. shit. Yeah, but um, Bachelor and Bachelorette are like, that's like my vice, like my guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah, I just and, and, and I have given, I gave you a shout out. You did. My uh, only shout out on this show before because you <laughs> did. I I was a bachelor hater, you um, and then I we I, you finally got me to watch it, and I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody I work with watches it. Yeah, so it allowed you to relate to what they're talking about. Totally, totally. Are they watching Bachelor in Paradise? I don't. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but, Serena's on there. You liked Serena? Okay. Yeah. Uh, was she the teacher? No, that's Michelle. She's Michelle. The next she's bachelorette. the next, yes, yes, that's why. Okay. Yeah. You heard that. <laughs> See, I know what's going on. The girls at work told me. Yeah, the girls. Oh. Shout out the girls. None of them listen to this, but they're the best. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, Serena was the one that told Matt, like, I, I don't see something with you. Remember oh. when Matt was like super upset? Yeah, like, yeah, Serena yeah. keeps it real. Like, I yeah. appreciate that about Serena. I do remember that. I think She's that was the first episode Paris. I watched was when she bailed. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was. And I was like, you're getting into like, <laughs> this is like, wow. Like yeah. you're really coming into like a good episode. You're like, are all of them like this? I'm like, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Um, no, but I think, you know, a lot of people hate on the bachelor and bachelorette because I mean, it's easy to hate on. It's easy outside. to hate on. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. Hate yeah. on it. I'm just going to keep watching it. And I think, and for me, it was really the reason I hated it was that, you know, it was like, oh, it's just a guy dating a bunch of girls. But mm-hmm. girls hate when I do that. And right. Like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. That like high level thinking of like these yeah. women signed up to do that. Right. But then they forget. But then you watch it and you're like, this makes so much sense. Like you're it actually like makes so much because this it's like because everybody is just like on board and open about it, which right. is what is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like then the girls are all communicating with each other and, you know, like nobody's being deceived. Right. You know, sometimes. Okay. I mean, sometimes people are like, you're not here for the right reasons. You know, yeah. like all that stuff, all the stupid stuff that like brings yeah. a drama into it. And like the the one thing that pissed me off when I was watching that like early on was like some girl showed up from like a previous season or some shit yes. and tried to like, just like, yeah, that like, happens all the time. Get the fuck out of here. The winner, the winner from this season who Katie chose was Blake and he was from a previous season. But he was season. a contestant. He came late. What the fuck? Why did they do that? Because <laughs> it's good TV. I hate it. 
<laughs> that's the one thing I don't like. He's just like, this guy just came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. All it, these other guys have been doing the work. Mm-hmm. And I think they think the same as that. So, yeah. Yeah. They're with you on that one. Yeah. But, um, but I liked that. When that one girl showed up last season. And they're like, no. All the, all the other girls were like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. This is not going to happen. And yeah. I was like, all right, girls. You tell them. You know? <laughs> But then it becomes like a bullying thing. And oh my God, it's yeah. drama. It's whatever. It's like shitty TV that I talk about with my friends and live tweet about. And gives it's an escape. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. And I'm all about it. Things don't have to be serious all the time. Exactly. So yeah. I will not. And things don't have to be super good all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like trash reality TV is fine. I tweeted it about it the other day. I love it. As a setup for myself. And I, and I think that is like a piece I finally come to. And I think that's what people need to get on board with. Is like not everything has to be like this amazing production. Like an Emmy nominated. Yeah. Like, like shit can just be cry. like low. Let shit be low budget. Yeah. And just appreciate it for what it is. Oh, that shit is low budget. My and brother. It's phenomenal. My brother was talking about like they somehow got swindled into like a camera deal. Like the shooting on that show is so bad. Like if you watch, like it's yeah. like you sway so much. My brother's like, I don't know who locked them into that terrible camera yeah. deal. But if you look at like the quality of their production compared to like any other new dating shows production, it's yeah. like worlds apart. Netflix is crushing the dating show thing. I feel like every time I go on, I don't go on Netflix a lot, but every time I open it up and there's a new there's dating a new, show. See, you think I would be like into all those? Yeah, but all I'm the not. girls at work are into it. You know what all one I was really into during quarantine was um, where they couldn't see each other for a while. Love is blind. Yes, yeah. that was. I've never even watched it, and I knew dude. that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I just hear the girls at work talk about it. And I think that was a Netflix original, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they crushed that. Like yep. that was so. It's too hot to handle, which is where they can't touch each other. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's real. Uh, and then there's Love Island. Oh, no. I watched, dude, Love Island. That's a Netflix show, right? No. Oh, it's not? Okay, mm-hmm. my bad. They stream it on Hulu. Um, and Love, it's actually, so Love Island UK was the OG. Yeah. That's the best one. It has okay. me talking in a British accent yeah. for everything. I got stupid high my the other night. My mom watches one. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean no, to it's okay. go ahead. I want to hear this story. <laughs> and I was watching it. This is going to get annoying. I'm sorry to everyone. And the girl kept being like, thank you. <laughs> you every time, every, time. every yeah. time I had like almost tears streaming down my eyes because I couldn't get over the way they were talking. But then there's Love Island, Australia. Okay. And now there's a Love Island. U.S. U.S. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, what I was going to say is my mom watches, I think it's called Married at First Sight. Yeah, that stuff weirds me. Lifetime or something. And she watches, she only watches the Australia one. She won't watch the US one. She only likes the Australia one. It's so, I didn't know my mom was even into that kind of shit, but usually my mom is like strictly like Dateline. Yeah. My mom just watches Dateline. Yeah. Like that's her shit. And then just like HGTV shows. Sure. But somehow (laughs) she got pulled into Married at First Sight Australia and she's all about, all the time, she's like, can you figure out how to get, I can't get the app to, could you just find the Married, and then I'll find it. She's like, no, it's the American one. We don't want that shit. We want Australia. Maybe it's like the accents or something. Yeah, I don't know. She loves it. And then she's like, I'll put on an episode. She's like, oh yeah, this is the one. Her. And then she like goes into about it. It's so fucking funny, dude. But are, so they're quite literally Married at First Sight? I have no idea. I assume so. I would hope so. Yeah. Or those the titles of bus. Yeah. I don't know. It, and those shows are fun to watch because it makes me feel better about my life and my situation. Sure. Like you know? Hoarders. Yeah. 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 I've never True watched Li- that. But You I'm, watch True Life on MTV? Uh, I never did, but I would see the commercials for oh it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That show was incredible. You know what shows on MTV I always liked were, uh, I liked Made. 
What? That what? was the one where like somebody they would get like a teenager oh, and they, they want to be, be like, like a captain of the cheerleading team, or they I want to be a comedian or a rock star. Like uh, a coach would come in. Yeah, and then some. Yeah, someone would come in and like you know they do their wardrobe and redo their hair and makeup and like show them how to behave like that and like teach them. Yeah, and it was just and then remember next. But the bus, yes. oh man, that show was a fucking joke. And it then was, so was that the dating one too? Yeah. And then they'd get off and it would like like do like three really weird facts about them. Yep. Do you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the facts are always like the weirdest. Yeah. Thing. And yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah. in sixth grade, being like, "What yeah. is this?" The early two thousands, man. What a beautiful time for pop culture. Dude, uh, and thrived. then I. Uh, uh, Parental control. Yes. That might be my favorite one ever because of the fact it's that where the parents date, right? No, no, no. It's where the parents intervene with their child's relationship because they don't like their significant other. So they take them set. They get set up with yeah. somebody else while the parents and their their the <laughs> child's significant other watch the date happen. And they are so mean to each other. Yes. Like it's like it'll be like the dad sitting next to like the, the boyfriend. daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. And they're just like ripping at each other and it's See, so, so goddamn good. funny yeah like how like, can you not like that obviously scripted like most yes. of it was it was all scripted but it was just so funny and then there was one that i always bring up and nobody ever remembers it for some reason but high school stories scandals pranks controversies that was the tagline thank you um mm, where they would have kids come on and basically tell the story of yes, like, their high school pranks i do remember that yeah, it was yeah. So good. and it made one, you want to do it based one. Oh, really yeah for saint mary's of Lancaster, I believe, where they had a bunch of crickets in the school. Yes. Yeah, but of crickets, pr- crickets in the lockers. Yeah. People did that at my high school. Oh wow! Seniors always did a prank in my high school. Ours, I remember one day, like when I was a senior, like kids were like talking about it, but like nothing really happened. And then one day, I got to go and there was just like silly, some silly string uh, on like a bush, and I was like, Ugh, my Jesus. brother and his friends parked a car in front of the main entrance. And left it there. Sick. So no one could get in. Phenomenal. And like covered it with like seniors, 2008. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's that was our senior prank. My brother got like a day of ISS and that yeah. was it. My school like didn't lay down the hammer very hard because like there was like so that's few rad. of us. Yeah. I, uh, I almost got fucking like everything removed from me. Like I had like awards and <gasps> shit. Did you do something bad? Yeah. Well, nah. What'd you do? I filmed a rap music video at a party. Who was rapping? I was. Oh. Yeah. Were you saying bad things? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was I was leaked. saying really bad things. Okay. About people? No. Okay. Just, just like general. just a rap song. Sure. I'm just saying typical rap things. I yes. Right. I'm talking about smoking blunts. Of course. And drinking fucking alcohol. bitches. Yeah, swear to God, this is not this is not made up. Anybody from my high school can back this story up. Do we still have the evidence? Yeah, but nobody's ever gonna see it again. We'll see. Um, so that was found by the school. So apparently, so because the song was fucking good, if I'm being honest, um, some girl uh, saw it whose mom worked at the school, mm. and the mom saw her watching it. I still don't know who um, saw her watching it and was like, "All those kids go to this high school, like the high school that I worked at." Um, and then I did it under all, uh, the thing was there was, nobody was wearing school attire in it. Right. It was under a fake name Mm. and there was like no ties at all to the school. Mm. However, it was all kids who went to the school and there's like, dude, it's all teenagers drinking. That's funny. Smoking weed. That's funny. Like, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So was, you almost got like scholarships and stuff. So really yeah. Like, so it's a, it's a long graduation. story, but essentially that was like I had won a, uh, this like competition that like I have like a plaque up on the wall. They were going to take that down. I won like a few. I had a few scholarships, won a few awards. Um, they were going to take that take away. it all away. I was going to walk in graduation, but I um, I fortunately had a team of English teachers. That backed you. That backed me like hard. Uh, so, now there is a constant, like a Supreme Court case about something very similar to this. I think, yeah, I think. A girl didn't make the cheerleading team and like Snapchatted about it. Yeah. Which is like a whole another dimension. I do remember this. And yeah. Like that. I, I remember hearing about this. Yeah. And she, um, like something happened where she was going to get like expelled or not allowed on the team. Something going on. And it went up to the Supreme Court and eventually was decided that she can do it at freedom of speech. Like yeah. she was, she was allowed to Snapchat about what being was. pissed yeah. or yeah. whatever she wanted to Snapchat about when she wasn't on school grounds, yeah. you know? So, right. So that's basically like this one teacher, this one teacher that actually I never had was like going to bat for me, basically being, being like, he's just like, he's expressing his creativity, yeah. being creative. He's using like video editing skills that he learns here at school. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out with his friends. They all consented to being in the video. Nobody's being bullied. Nobody's getting hurt. Like, yes, there's swearing and, you know, sexual content and underage drinking and smoking, but it's like, but he's using a fake name. Right. Like they're he's not representing the school. In right. Any way. And if, if he's the blame then everybody in the video is to blame, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and eventually nothing happened for it, but I really wanted, I never found out who it was that like whoever this parent was of who saw it. Oh, that, you never found out. No, but apparently they were like fuming mad and like wanted me like out weird yeah and i was like a good kid yeah i know that's what I, yeah like you yeah. weren't known to be like a bad I just partied. boy yeah yeah i just yeah. i just partied right and the whole thing was like i was just making a rap so like it was a dumb rap song of just me trying to like none of it was real right you know what i mean the things i was saying were not things that actually represented me as a person at all i was just trying to be cool because i was 18 and a libertarian <laughs> oh libertarian had to bring it back to that yeah they scare me they sure do. Right and that's the whole me. thing is like when I talk to people who are libertarians, like dog, I used to be you. I understand. Right. I understand where you're at. I had a conversation with a kid, uh, not too long ago. We were passing a bong back and forth in my friend's garage. And I, it was my first time meeting the kid and he was younger than me. He was probably like 21, 22. Hmm. Um, yeah. And he was, I mean, you know, younger than me, Yeah. but, uh, he was, we just got into the conversation. It was just about like, you know, big picture zoomed out how we should be as a society and stuff. And, uh, he immediately off the bat was like, I'm a libertarian. And I, so I didn't say anything about what I was. I just like asked him a bunch of questions and then like started going on to my theories about stuff and like whatever. And like at the end of it, he was in like total agreement of like everything that I was saying. And he was like, dude, you make a lot of good points about shit. And I was like, yep. And I was like, and I'm a socialist. And I was like, but if I started with that, you wouldn't, have you wouldn't listen to, to a goddamn word I said because you ride so hard for being a libertarian that if I come to you and say I'm a socialist, you're not even going to hear it out. What did he say after that? He was like, you're right. Yeah. And he was like, and I was like, identity politics are bullshit. Never mm-hmm. start your conversation with I'm a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get in um, political discussions a lot at work because I'm definitely the minority in my thinking. Um, and that's also just because of like who I work with. Like I work with a majority of white males and I'm not saying like white males aren't, you know, more liberal, but um, 
yeah, I get in a lot of debates at work because I just think I like go against the grain of what the majority of people in my industry, because I work in an engineering firm for people that don't know. Um, so like I start things and like with like India that. Waltman, yeah. I'm like, why shouldn't she be mayor? And everyone's like, well, she'll be bad for development. And I'm like, Bernie Sanders, like look at Burlington, Vermont. Uh-huh. And they're like, much smaller city, but well, yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can. Just I'm just pl- I'm just sake, saying. I totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But for yeah. comparison's sake, like he's he made was that successful. city thrive. Yeah. yeah, thrive. Yeah, not not just be like a vital city, but like yes. take off, grow, and yes. work with developers like uh-huh. hand in hand. So like. If that's your only argument is that she's not going to work well with developers. Like, get out of here. Right. Like, that's such a lame argument. Um, yeah, I know. Because uh, I grew up in South Buffalo, so I know a bunch of people from South Buffalo, and they're the fucking worst. Um, not all, but for the most part. Um, <laughs> I do not know not a lot of people from South Buffalo. Yeah, so. I lived there for a while, so uh, a lot of them became cops, and. Um, most of them that became cops are kids who I've seen do some of the dumbest shit ever when we were growing up, you know? Um, and they're just these kids that are just like got to a point where it's like the party's over now what become a cop. And that seems to be, um, pretty common, uh, for a lot of people I know in South Pueblo. Anyway, when the India Walton thing got, she, she won the primary, mm-hmm. um, these kids were up in arms. Uh, For what she's reason? gonna defund the police. Right. Uh, which they don't even know what that means. No. Uh and you know, the things they were saying were just all false. Uh and now, you know, and they were part of the right right in the Byron campaign. Oh yes, yeah, you said that. The that picture that went a sort of locally viral, I guess. Uh, there was like the it was a bunch of like white kids um canvassing for Byron Brown. I didn't see you it. You didn't see it? Oh, I no. think you would have. It, it, it was getting bounced around a lot on Twitter. But I knew half the kids in the picture grew up with all of them. What were they doing? They were Going door to door? Yeah, I don't know. They were just... In Buffalo? Yeah. Canvassing for the writing campaign. Do they live in Buffalo? They're all South Buffalo kids, yeah. Okay. So they live in the city? Yeah. Technically. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, no, no. They 100% have their right to do what no, they're yeah, doing. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was... um, I'm not calling out anything, but what I do know is that, uh, you know, again, I grew up with a lot of these kids, mm-hmm. and they're all... Um, dumb. So, uh, I <laughs> uh would love to have discussions with all of them, but I but the, I just hear their takes, and it's like not even worth it, you know. Yeah, and I think people are just scared of something different. Of course change, they are, because that's what, change is scary. That's South Buffalo in a nutshell, and they're probably comfortable with how Buffalo is right now. Yep. Um. So anything right, and- that's gonna disturb that is like. Why? A threat. Yeah. yeah, it's a threat. They feel threatened. Exactly. Yeah. And that's um, so that is my whole thing. I actually had a tweet in my drafts that was basically like Byron Brown does nothing for four terms, like does fucking nothing for the people of Buffalo yeah. for four terms. Uh, and then Indy Walton comes in and is like, I want to do something for the people. And most of Buffalo were like, let's give her a shot. And then all of South Buffalo was like, what the fuck? No, like we want the guy who does nothing. You know, like they literally want the guy who does nothing. Yeah. You know, we're still one of the poorest cities. There's still a drastic income inequality and, you know, things aren't getting better on the east side. And I hate to just keep talking about the east side and like, you know, how terrible their conditions are. But that's where the issue lies. Right. Like and, you know, there's and that's her focus. 
That's a lot of her photos. She, a lot she of what knows she's... East Side better than anyone. And, um, you know, there has been development on the East Side. I don't want to say there hasn't. There's been work done there. Um, Northland Workforce Training Center. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a really good development. I'll send you a link about it. Okay. Um, and that's that was also funded by, like, the Buffalo Billion and state funding sources. Was that um, the organization that there's, like, that block on um, Fillmore where they have, like uh, – it's like all like black owned businesses. They basically put up this whole thing and like provided funding to help boost the economy over there. There's, I don't remember it's what's on, over there. I think it's literally on Northland. Okay. Um, it somewhere. might be near, it might be, I might be totally okay. wrong. I got to tour. It I run into it a awesome while facility ago. And yeah. they keep growing and you know, they have like black restaurant owners that like have the, restaurants are all in this there. like row of things, right? Like this, it's this. like a huge development. I wouldn't call it like a row. Like I wouldn't say like, it's like Elmwood. It's like, right. it's, like it's a training center. Like it's oh, okay. huge. They do like big machinery work. There. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they're like gotcha. placing, they're like training people to work jobs and then they work jobs there. Kind Sick. of thing. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So like, that's re- something that's really great. That's happened on the East side. Um, you know, them working with the medical campus, you know, the fruit belt working alongside the medical campus to make sure that, any development that's going on there is equitable to the community surrounding it. So like things like that have been happening, but that's also driven by community members. Right. So yeah, I think, you know, not, I mean, Buffalo definitely has come back in the last 20 years. I don't think anyone can argue that, but what is the source of its comeback? Right. right? What's, how did it revitalize? That's like the trigger word. Everyone uses the Renaissance. Like where did the Renaissance come from? Um, It was it partially maybe the city of Buffalo government, sure maybe parts of it you know those things have to get passed to create connections in the neighborhoods and small businesses and give out loans and things like that but i think a majority of the work that's been done has been done by nonprofits or like regional agencies state agencies things like that so i think a lot of the city of buffalo residents saw that and it's actually really interesting the data from the voting shows that more affluent neighborhoods did vote for india walton so like people can't also use the organ like the argument that it's just like just people on the east side or just people on the west side like that's not true yeah. like it was spread across the city so clearly she's doing something that people want right. to see and the the progressive movement in in Buffalo is real right it's totally huge like totally the DSA has like from what I've been seeing they've been crushing it so. yeah yeah and that's across you know all age groups and incomes too yeah. so like that says a lot there too right mm-hmm. it's. It's not like there's like wealthy people in Buffalo that are like, we can't have India Walton. She's going to ruin everything for us. They're like, no, like she's woke. She gets it. She sees what's going on. Like, so I think that's, and I think her story sells it a lot too. Oh, for sure. She's an, she's an actual human. Like she has a humane background and she's, she's worked with people her whole life, you know? And yeah. And she's just like a four people her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a, She's a mom. Totally grassroots. And that's the whole thing. It's like everything about it is like, how do you not get behind that, dude? Like, as just like a citizen of your community, how are you going to pick the dude who is literally only supported by like the fucking development community, development companies, and the police union? You know what? And I I don't like bashing the development community because without the development community, there would be no development. Absolutely. And I, I work with a lot of them, but. I think, you know, it's it's fine to be nervous about what may come, but don't counter out, you yeah. know, like you can work with her to make things happen because all she wants to see is improvements for people. Exactly. Right? And you're developing for people. Right. Like if you build it, they will come. Like if that's what you're doing, like yeah. you need to make sure you're developing 
is equitable. Yeah. Right. So like, that's all she wants, dude. And it's like, I don't know. Right. And, and that's, I am always just going to support anybody who is trying to help workers Mm -hmm. and is trying to help tenants Mm -hmm. who's trying to help. Yes. Who's trying to help the greater community of people. Right. Why should that person not be in charge? Yes. Workers and tenants, not owners and landlords. Yeah, she actually, um, it's really funny. She tweeted the other day, like, we should have a landlord database. And I was like, yeah. I wanted to create a rate my landlord so badly. I did wanted to do that in college, and actually the idea <laughs> got stolen from me. It already exists? Uh, so when I was in Fredonia, my roommate and I had come yeah. up with this idea of doing, like, an app um, for like college towns basically for, it would be it would have been for college students that yeah. was basically just like a the same idea as rate my professor yeah. it was like a rate my landlord thing mm-hmm. and people could leave reviews um and so like you know if you're a student in fredonia and you're looking for an apartment you can go on here like so you look find an open apartment see who the landlord is you can go on this see what app people said about that and see yeah and yeah. how they upkeep their property because when you do that it holds them accountable yeah. and then it makes living places improve because they have to compete to actually like have a good space that people want to live in. Mm-hmm. Like they shouldn't just get like, just because you own property. You have absolutely, you absolutely have the right to know who you're living, like whose property you're living yeah. on and, and the quality of person that yeah. is, you know what I mean? For and sure. like, That's a and so anyway, deal. so that was our idea. And then, um, a couple of uh, fraternity brothers, I who I talked to about it. Oh, ended I up, remember this. Um, doing the same exact. Was this that competition thing? Yes. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, and submitting it and winning the business competition. I know. Yeah, oh, they no. basically. That was your idea first. Um, yeah, but it was my idea in the same way that Facebook was the Winklevoss's idea. Right, you know? right, right. Like, if it was your idea, why didn't you do it? And that's basically what it came down to. But. So, I mean, it's, you know, that is what happened. Like, it was, we came up with the idea and we were going to start working. Like, we, and then this, like, out of nowhere, they were just like, well, we're taking this and we're doing it. So, I guess I can't really hate them for, because they executed it and we didn't, but, um, but that did happen. Were you still in the business competition? Yeah, for something else, though. What was it? Um, For our promotions company that. Oh, yeah. Pat Walker. Shout out Pat Walker. Um, And John Greenan and myself. Uh, started called Last Call Entertainment, which was our entertainment pro- promotion company where we were booking shows in Fredonia mm-hmm. um, and trying to create a music scene, which we did. Did you place with that? No. Lame. But they really did. It was it was a winner take all. Oh. Um, but what did they, they get from it? You get a space in the um, incubator, incubator mm-hmm. and you get like a bunch of money. Wow. Towards your business, yeah. So um, the year, though... A couple of guys that I know st- did a record label one year and one. Um, and uh, so that was, you know, and then they were like, but the people who were judging it, like talked to, pulled us aside after and was like, you guys should do this again next year. Like you have, it's really good what you're doing. And like, they were interested in it and stuff. And it continued to grow for a little bit um, after we, like after Pat and I graduated and left, like it continued to be a thing. So it was cool. Um, and it still is a thing actually. Um, there are still kids running it. So it was Um, a success. Yeah. But some of them, uh, don't know where they came from and need to stop running their mouths. Uh Oh, so that's it. That's all I'll say about Fredonia drama. Still, still dude. Nah, Fredtown. Gotta love it.
I don't even know anybody that fucking goes there anymore, and I still am dealing with shit. I don't know anyone that really goes there anymore either. I don't think. But I will still give a shout out to this, uh, the one dude, uh, Dan Doyle, who's running Last Call. is a good dude. Dan. And he's still keeping it alive. Shout out, Dan. Yeah, still booking it. Uh, BJ's, which is good. Um, I just saw BJ's got rid of their... Yeah, they got rid of mason jars. Mason yeah. jars because people were throwing them or something, uh, right? I don't think that was true. Oh, um, I, I thought they replied was, that. Oh, was they, joking? It yeah, was it was just, yeah. Um, <laughs> from what I know, so Pat Walker also used to work at BJ's, so he had the inside scoop and it was just that this is just a money thing um so now in, instead of doing a mason jar filled with draft beer now you just it's like bush light cans for like a dollar or Damn. something or two dollars and i'm like i would have i would have much rather had that actually i don't think we realize how lucky we were to have the bar scene we did at yeah. fredonia i wanted to write like a drama series based on the Fredonia bar scene. Cause I thought it would have been Incredible. so Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Or a comedy. Yeah. That's oh, just a comedy like, would have yeah, been the bar yeah. owners in Fredonia. Yeah. And like in a college town, basically. Like, right. Cause working at Maria's with like, all college employees though. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, working at Maria's these, you know, the bar I knew I heard so much drama, oh, especially yeah. because all the, like the guys who worked at, the water street bars would come into Maria's all the time. So like I got the inside scoop of like how shit went down and like the, who the owners of the bars and what kind of, they were tight with the owner of Maria's. So like I got the inside scoop about everything and I thought it was so funny of like how, like, I don't I don't want to say corrupt, but almost like Sopranos Z it kind of was of like, I believe that. I believe that 100%. I mean, they there are some characters and yeah, for sure. Right, but it was like, you know, and they were all like in cahoots with each other yep. and they're in cahoots with the cops. Oh, yeah. And like, I just thought that was so interesting cahoots. that I was like, this would be a great, yeah, cahoots. Uh, <laughs> Such a great word. It is. But this would be a great like comedy drama series oh, on like yeah. HBO or something that's like or about, reality TV. Yeah. Honestly, but man. like, of you know, a, a, a plot based around a college town and yeah. the bar owners, like, and the cops and uh, and the college kids working in the bars. Yeah, yeah. You can and do just, a lot with it. I think it's a good premise. But yeah. I'm not going to do anything about that, and someone's going to hear it, and they're going to hear it, or they're going to copy my idea, and then they're going to execute on it, and then I'm going to be mad about it again. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I got to stop sharing my ideas. Yeah. No, don't stop. Because then life would be boring. If You're you right. Shared your ideas. You're totally right. It's so boring. Um, no, I, yeah, I was just saying like the bar scene was so good and I don't know if you've seen like the tweet or like people, you know how people say one thing on like TikTok or like Twitter and then like five other people say it a different way. You know how like people, they, they don't copy the tweet, but they like say it very similarly. Yeah. Like how many times have you seen the meme that's like, Hey mom, what's my, um, what time was I born? And like the mom replies like, don't talk to her anymore. Yeah. 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 I've seen that like 40 times. You know what one I've seen, uh, Within the last few days, that's like it's like the guy and the girl texting each other and says, uh, "I'm just in a bad state right now." And the guy replies, "Damn!" And just I've seen one with a bunch of di- like Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Like I've just seen them with all fifty states, and it's like, all right, we get it. Yeah, it's the, the same fucking time. joke. You're just making it a different state, right? Um, <clears throat> but there's been one about, you know, we love college so much because it's like one of the few times we're in like a walkable community. And I think I told you about like walkability. That's like a planning term Mm -hmm. because everything's in walking distance of each other. Right. Like you can, that really was, I mean, Fredonia 
Fredonia is. I mean, everything's within a mile of each other. Right. Like, I guess maybe not walking to, like, get groceries and Correct. stuff. But you can get to class. You can get yeah. to the bars. You can get yeah. to the commons. I mean, you still had access to, like, Crosby's and Fred Mart. Yeah, yeah, you know no, that's I mean? food. Like, there were right. walkable. Yeah, no. And, and especially with, like, other larger schools, it gets even more walkable. They yeah. create a tiny community in itself. You know, Yale right? has an Apple store on their campus. Who? Yale has an Apple store on their campus. Jesus Christ. I went there one time. Why? Uh, I had to go to like a, a sales training thing in Connecticut when I was working at Best Buy. Oh, yeah. I remember I tell you, the story? you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. And Yale was like 15 minutes away. So I just like took a drive over there one night just to check it out. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And I uh, just walked around the campus. Yeah. They have an Apple store. On their ca- Dude, Yale straight up looks like Hogwarts. Yeah, I know. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. It was sick. It is sick. All the Ivy Leagues are yeah. sick. And then I bought a Yale shirt that I wore all the time because I think no. it's funny. Yeah. It is funny. Because it's like I didn't go there but no. it's funny. That but it's like still fun to wear. Right. I mean I wear I wear like banties of bands I don't listen to. That's okay. I know. Don't let anybody tell That's you such that's a not. controversial thing yeah. though. You also, know what? Also <clears throat> where you can wear your band t-shirt to the show that you're going to see. I saw a tweet about that too. Yeah. That's so dumb. I've never heard that. It was, literally came from like a movie or something in like the 90s that was like or a show that someone on the show was like, yeah, you can't wear a band tee to the band you're going to see that's lame. And just because of that, it just was like always a standard. But I've no, never fucking do whatever you want. Although the argument I did here, I do kind of agree with, which is that if you're trying to like, and this is something that I do enjoy, is like meet people at the show yeah. that like obviously you have a common interest. Yeah. Wear a shirt of a band that's like that band. Ah, so then and then someone's conversation like, yeah. with you like, oh, word, I like them too. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and then you yeah. talk about music. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Shows. Hopefully, I get to go to the sick shows I bought ticket tickets for. Yeah, same. It's coming up. What's my next one? Well, I'm going to Chelsea Cutler in New York. Oh, City. sick! You love Chelsea Cutler. I you love got me into Chelsea her. Cutler. Yeah, she's, yeah, she has new music out. You should she's check it phenomenal. out. She's phenomenal. I will. Okay, cool. Um, her and Quinn ninety two. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, which I didn't know that's how you pronounce that. <clears throat> you thought it was X-E-I-I. I thought it was like Quinchy. <laughs> that's literally how that's I was pre- reading it in my head. That's shocking for you because like you're a smart dude, you know, Roman numerals. Yeah, I just, what, just like first instinct no, reading that's, it, that's Quinchy like his, was how I went. That's his like. Quinn 92, it's yeah, when he was born, I looked yeah. it up. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, there's a Quinchy, I was saying it again. I've called him Quinchy, <laughs> fuck it. Um. I'm having I've, I have a Quincy song in my uh, pool party playlist. Did I send you the pool party playlist? No. Oh, I gotta send you the pool party playlist. It's phenomenal. You would love it. Do you have Chelsea on there? Uh, I don't know if Chelsea's a pool party. She has some bops. Does what she? Do you mean she's right, boppy. I have to check, but hold on. Let me see. Let me pull up my. Uh... Is it um? So I have two summer playlists right now that I'm rocking with. I got pool party. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got. Where's the other one? Rain delay. Ah. You like that? Yeah, I like how they go together. Yeah, it was originally called Summer Chillin', and I was like, I need to be cooler. Yeah, and cooler. Yeah, so Rain Delay, which is like just like chiller vibes with summer songs. You know right, I mean? right, 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 right. Um, but my pool party playlist, is second song, Stacy. Stacy's a phenomenal Banger, song, dog. dude. Banger. That, that Let me whole see if album. I got Chelsea Cutler in here. You should. I do. Nice. I have two songs. I have Are You Listening? Nice. And I have uh, Stay Next to Me, Quinn92 mm-hmm. and... Yes. And yeah. Chelsea Keller yeah, yeah, are, you are like both that in my one. pool party yeah. playlist. Yeah. So I'm psyched. It's at Radio City Music Hall. Wow. Yeah. I've never I, been, but obviously either. like a legendary venue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've been in New York so many times Yeah. and I've never been there. And so when I saw they were going there, I texted my sister. I'm like, 
you're going to this concert because my sister and brother live there i was like you're going to this concert with me i'll buy your ticket like we're going Sick. take off work it's like a friday night so whatever i'll make like a weekend out of it so that's i think my next one that's like a month away right Dope. so supposed to go I'm, to goo goo dolls that was canceled yeah it's supposed to be this weekend yeah sad uh i am going to the story so far mm, where's that uh, Rochester. Oh yeah, you said that. Anthology. Your last one. Oh, did yeah, I yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been to Anthology. Anthology is a cool venue. Um, Where in Rochester is it? Down right downtown. Yeah, it's it's what's there? What's Park Ave? Is that the? Yeah. That's like the night the like Elmwood Village equivalent of Rochester. Yeah, I would say it's not as good as Elmwood Village, but yeah, yeah, it's similar, similar vibes. If it's in Rochester, it's not gonna <laughs> yeah. be as good. As, <laughs> I always say Rochester. It's the their version of, of it. It's like the art. Art, and I can say that I'm artsy, from Rochester, up, so. more upscaled part of Rochester, the <laughs> yes, city of Rochester. Yeah. I think that's where it is. Um, if I remember, because I remember being there, the one time I went there with, I, and I was with some people from Rochester, uh, and they were like, "Yeah, this is," and that's how they described it. They're like, "This is like our like Elmwood." Yes. Yeah. 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 And Monroe Ave is like um, Allentown. Oh, sick! Yeah. All right, cool. When's the show? Uh, next Sunday, the 29th, I think it is. Okay. Um. So I mean, hopefully it happens. I think masks are going to be required, which is what I was saying in the last podcast was like, it doesn't make any sense because it's like moshing and crowd surfing are going to be going on. You're going to get a garbage plate? I usually do. Anytime I go to Rochester for a show, um, I don't remember the place. I go to the spot. Nick Tahoe's. Is there another one? That's like the OG garbage place. Maybe there's another one. There's like a lot of like Dogtown, you think? I, I think I've been to Dogtown. Dogtown's good. There's one. In Brockport? Oh, Jimmy Z's. Jimmy dude. Z's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I was thinking of. That's where I usually go. Yeah. And that's because. Your friend uh, went to Brockport. My friend, no. My friend Lexi, shout out Lexi, is from Brockport. Oh, she's from Brockport. She grew up, born and raised in Brockport. What's her last yeah. name? Rangout. Mm, I don't know. Shout that. out Lexi. She is the front woman <clears throat> of a band called Spaced. That's sick. They're a hardcore band. Nice. And they're fucking awesome. Well, then she would know. Oh, I'm seeing them this Saturday. Byron Virgin. Oh, so that's your next show. Yeah, but that's a local show. I mean, like an actual, like, going to a show. Going to a concert that there's, like, security at. Like, this is going to be a DIY show at an outdoor space somewhere. Um, But I'm super excited for that. Shout out Space. That EP is amazing. Uh, I keep rocking it. Um, And shout out Lexi for being badass. Um, Wow. So Lexi and I, like, know each other's hometowns. Like, I feel like a lot of people, she definitely knows where Byron Virgin is. Okay. I'm, like, next door to Brockport. Gotcha. Like, Jimmy Z's was my place to get yeah so that's where princess play. when we would go to rochester for shows i usually am going with so my friend dan uh-huh shout out dan dan and lexi are together got it so it would usually be me dan and lexi going mm-hmm. to a show and then lexi would take us to jimmy's nice that place fucking rules yeah it's incredible and they're they're like their food was like actually good and yeah. they were open until like 4 a.m yeah. Which is like such a deadly combo. Like if That's I went phenomenal. there, I would have been like at least fifty. It surprises me that like a garbage plate place hasn't like wouldn't do well here. It would. And I would hasn't love to open done one? it. Like there's no way. I don't know. I always say somebody I would has love... had to try. I think um, what's that place? Louis Texas Hots. Yeah. Do they do plates? I don't. If they do, I'm not familiar. But Louis is right? like yeah. Louis is like a hot dog place. Yeah, Louis like, is like you go there when you're fucking hammered and you right. s- you scarf down like twenty hot dogs because they're like little and you like just and the slime sauce you got on there. Yeah, what? I've never been there. So slime I have no sauce idea dog? Oh come on, slime sauce is a buffalo thing. It's uh, well, I'm not it's, a buffalo it's like it's like uh, 
it's just like a concoction of like ketchup, mustard, relish, mm. all into like a sauce. That like a is meat sauce. literally like what a yeah. So you just yeah. slap that on mac salad and home fries, and, and it's that's garbage. garbage yeah, yeah, so that's what slime sauce is. Here. Got it. Yeah. Slime um, sauce. Yeah, I know. When I was growing up, I literally wouldn't eat it just because it was called that. See, and I would have it loved it because like Nickelodeon puke. It's slime. like it's like greenish brown, <laughs> but uh, huh. it's fucking delicious. All right. Know. Well, if yeah, you... it's like ketchup, mustard, onions, relish. And like some other shit, all probably. the best barbecue shit. sauce, maybe. Garbage um, plates are lit. Garbage plates are phenomenal. If you don't like that, I stand. Dude, I actually up. I love Rochester, like I really do. Yeah, I don't know I if do people too. really shit on Rochester. Like if the, I, there's not like a Buffalo Rochester beef, I don't think there's not. No, um, but I think I mean anytime I've gone to Rochester, I have a good time. The their highway system is weird. Um, it like surrounds the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, uh, yeah, kind of. It's not like directly in it. They used to have what's called. It takes a, a long time to get anywhere. Because of the highway system, at least in my experience of of where like maybe I guess I've just never thought of it that way because I just grew up there, so yeah. I'm just like used to it. Like that's how it is, kind right. of thing. I've I've never really, you know, thought about that. Um, they did have a really messed up highway system that was called the can of worms. Okay. So when you looked from it above, it looked like a bunch of like worms yeah. because it was just everything was crisscrossing. I don't know who let that fucking happen, but they eventually not, you. not me. <laughs> I wouldn't pass that. <laughs> Um, they eventually like really deconstructed that and tried to get the transportation more streamlined. So, but Rochester is so cool. I was just in Rochester last. I was yeah. visiting my mom last Friday. So the anthology, I'm there next weekend too. I have a wedding next oh, weekend. Sick. Yeah, yeah. That anthology venue is cool. I saw um, the Wonder Years there a few years ago. It was really good. Never um, been. I think that was no, I, and I think it might have been the only time I was there. It was uh, the Wonder Years, Real Friends, Knuckle Puck, and Moose Blood. It's pop punk. Uh, Never heard Showcase. of any of those. For real? I'm still such a You never a heard of the Wonder Years? I don't think so. Wait, no. Came out swinging from a South Philly basement? Mm-mm. Wow. Great line, though. Duh, dude, that song is phenomenal. Um, no. I actually took a screenshot I feel like I'm still relatively a newbie in the music scene. Like, real. I think yeah. the pandemic. Well, okay, I went to a lot of shows in right. 2019. I'm going to have to give you some homework. You have to. You listen. already give me some. I know. There's there's an album called Suburbia. I've given you all, and now I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. By the Wonder Years, right. 2011. Uh, it is literally like the Wonder Years were like the pioneers of new the new age pop punk that started in like 2010. Lit. So yeah. So pop punk kind of died off at the end of the 2000s, mm-hmm. and then like 2010 ish, the Wonder Years, Man Overboard, Story So Far, Transit, yeah, Story So Far. Um, yeah. So like those bands kind of recreated, kind of re came out with like a new age of pop punk mm-hmm. that was it was more underground. But mm-hmm. um, the Wonder Years were, and now the Wonder Years are probably like the Wonder Years and the Story So Far are the two biggest um pop punk bands. I feel bad. I don't know that. It's okay. They're very good though. Okay, I'll um, listen to them. Yeah, I love. Well, like what I was just saying. 2019, I went to a shit ton of concerts because I finally had like money to do it. And also I was like, I'm going to listen to the music that I like and like go to concerts that I like to go to. And I feel like I didn't really get to do that in like my younger years. Yeah. And then t- pandemic, I just like got so into music, like just listen, started listening to new music and music that I used to listen to when I was younger that I stopped listening to like in college because like I was listening to the fucking like Fetty Wap, who I love. Did you see? I me? saw you shared it. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah." Dude, someone, someone replied dope. and was like, "Why? Like, why, why not?" And I was like, "Cause this is a song like uh, Trap Queen, like for at least for me, like defined my like 
upper classman years at Fredonia. Yes, like Fetty Trap Wap Queen was, was the, the song. Yeah. And uh and Fetty Wap just kind of fell off and nobody talks about that song anymore. And the reason I post it is because uh what, two weekends ago maybe I went to my cousin's wedding and uh, I don't know why. No, I requested it from the DJ. I have no <laughs> idea why I thought of it, but I randomly you know, I was drinking uh drinking white claws. Sure. I was smoking a lot of smoking a lot of weed. Of course. And I just was feeling it and for, it just popped into my head. And I must have heard something in another song that reminded me of it. And I just walked up and I was like, yo, you got Trap Queen by Fetty Wap? And the DJ was like, oh, yeah. No way. And put it on. And everybody went off. Yeah. And people were like, I forgot about this song. I'm like, this song is not old. Yeah, that song rips. But everybody seemed to forget about it. So that's why I posted on my story because I was like, everybody needs a reminder. I don't forget about Fetty Wap because I had. So I got really into like Spotify too, like software year yeah that's when it like it popped off when you were in college and like making playlists for like parties and like then when I when I was like in houses like own the not own the house like lived in the house it was like my house I would always be like, no, I'm on Ox. Like, you're, yep. I'm playing the music. Like, frat boys, that step was aside. A, uh, it was a battle in my apartment because all of us loved <laughs> See, music. All the so girls much. were like, Emma, get it. Like, play it. And I had like four Fetty Wap songs on like the main playlist I'd play whenever we had like a party. Yeah. And so I never forget about Fetty Wap. And dude, and if you ever went, and anywhere and bought something in your receipt or something came out to 1738. It was, it was a huge deal that happened to me once. And it was like, that's I never forgot treat. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think number. I still, I think I have the receipt in like my memory box of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause it had 1738 was the total. Well, you made such an impact on you. Yeah. That's Dude, so I beautiful. love that fucking song. I covered perform. that song, um, at, oh, a, yeah. at a Halloween show. In Fredonia, in at the in the basement of Thirty Seven Maple, and people probably loved it. Electric guitar and vocals was yeah, yeah, it was fun. That's incredible. What were you gonna say? I don't remember. Okay. Um, we were talking about playlists and shows. Um, my roommates in college, we battled a lot with uh, the Ox because we all loved music, mm-hmm. but we all loved different kinds of music. Right. So I was like, you know, I loved like emo and pop punk and stuff. So I literally like everybody had their like designated time. Mm-hmm. So I would have emo Tuesdays. Did mm-hmm. I ever tell you about this? No. Tuesday nights in my apartment senior year called it emo Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And I would just have friends from the radio station come over and I, you know, had a pretty decent vinyl collection at this point. Um, and it was, basically all emo records and so we would pick an album we'd listen to it start to finish drink a few beers smoke some weed and then once the album was done we go across the street because i lived across the street bj's yes. go to bj's it was taco tuesday yep. get tacos get the tall boys of blue light and it was just a tradition we just did emo tuesday so my day i got tuesdays um but like my <laughs> roommate rory shout out rory loved now rory's taste in music is impeccable mm-hmm. it's phenomenal um it's different he loves like funk same. He loves like the, he like Anderson Pac. You know Anderson Pac. You no. have to know the dude who's with Bruno Mars right now. They have the oh yeah, yeah the yeah, drummer. Yeah, 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 he loves him. Like loves like anybody who's like soul funk. Like okay. he loves like seventies, eighties shit. Yeah. So like, but it's like all fire. So like anytime he was on Ox, it was amazing. Right. Um, Doug, shout out Doug. But sorry, Doug. Doug loved EDM. Oh. Doug only listened to EDM. I like EDM sometimes. Doug, we would let Doug put on EDM when he was playing Rocket League. That was his thing. He would like play video games in the okay. living room and he wanted to play EDM while he did. So we would let him do it every once sure. in a while. And then my brother Brendan, who also lived with us, loves hip hop. And right. that's just like his whole yeah, thing. Same. So um it was it was a very See, I like all of those diverse. things. Yeah. I love all music. Yeah. Um so EDM, I just you know I, I don't like- hate EDM. I, I don't hate I don't hate any genre of music as a whole. Um 
because there are some songs I find in every genre that I'm like, I kind of fuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> just like very aggressive EDM after a long period of time is just like, please put on. Yeah, no, no, else. no. I don't. I don't. It do sounds that. like Transformers fucking. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I just love all music. But so I really got into music in 2020 and started like actually opening my brain up and like. Yeah finding new music and that's why whenever i'm like have you heard of this you're like yeah emma yeah. like i've heard that song but there's a lot i there's a lot <laughs> that you send me that i don't and i, right, and I right. love no yeah, yeah that's so, good yeah yeah, yeah yeah i love when people send me music that's my I favorite know. shit yeah so that's my why i do it shit. but i'm like every time i do it you're like Mm-mm. yeah i'm like all right i'll get them on the next one and then i don't yeah <laughs> sometimes it's like i've heard of them but like right never listen to them yeah you know, which happens a lot it's like i don't know there's so many things I feel like we were going to go back to. Um, I forgot. We talked about TikTok. Yeah. I don't know. I've been really like fired up about the write-in campaign for Byron Brown. It just makes me so fucking mad. It's just like, if you guys fucking cared so much, why didn't you do anything? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of a primary if you're all just going to try to over-fucking write it anyway? Like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, again, it's just because I know these kids and they're just these fucking, ugh. And it's not, it's not even like I hate these kids. You know what I mean? Like, I like these kids. I grew up with these kids. But it's just like, you guys don't fucking know anything about politics. Mm. And I've been in it, like, I've been paying attention to it for so fucking long and, like, educating myself on it. And now you hear, like, just these, like, buzzwords. And now all of a sudden you have an opinion and now you're, part of, a, now you're part of a campaign. Like, fuck you for that. Always. They're scared. Yeah. That's all it is. That's what drives the majority of people's decisions yeah. and i and i've scared. talked to you about this is that i feel like a hypocrite because i don't live in the city right i have no say in this race anyway And i tell you that's just so wrong right which you're I, allowed to care thank you um and it's i want to live in the city i want to move there yeah. i give a shit about how it's going to be being run you, you know when i there. plan on moving there in the next few you years spend your you money there I spend my money your there friends a lot. live there all my friends live there so why, why wouldn't you care about somewhere that people you care about live you're right so thank you're allowed you. people mm-mm you, I mean, nobody's called me out on right. that, but it's just, you know. Well, that would be weird if they did. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess people care about what other people care about. <laughs> sure. If you want. Yeah. Like, but I don't think it's wrong to care about a community that you don't directly live in, but you're right there. Yeah. You're right there. You're, would we consider West Seneca like a first ring suburb? Is What, uh, what does first ring mean? Like. It's directly south of the city. Right. It's the next thing. South yeah. Buffalo and West Seneca are touching. Yeah. yeah. So you are a first ring suburb. Yeah. So you can literally get into the city within like 10 minutes. Yeah. And you literally. Yeah. And it, and its economy impacts where you live and you impact its economy. So that's it. Like, Shout out Emma. yeah, you're allowed to care about <laughs> communities that you don't live in. I care yeah. about like 20 communities I don't live in because I work in them. But, right. but you actually start to care about them because, and we circle back to the overall point. You just want everyone to live a normal, healthy yeah. life. Yeah. You care about people in general. Yeah. It's not well, just also, a city yeah. of Buffalo. It's a people in the city of Buffalo. Right. Yeah. And my thing is like Andy Walton like is so focused on like f- trying to help the East side without gentrifying it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Let her do it. Yeah. Give her a shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's like my biggest thing. You know what I mean? Help those who need it. Like, it, the what's the point of having power if you're not going to help those that don't have it i totally agree you're not wrong thanks dog you're welcome <laughs>
That's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, the city of Buffalo. I mean, I came in from, I'm like still, I'm, I don't consider myself an outsider, but I didn't grow up here, right? So I definitely have a different perspective. And like I said before, like, I mean, the city of Buffalo definitely needs improvements, but like compared to other cities, it's doing good. Yeah. It's on the right track. Yeah, it is. And that's, a, I, and everybody knows that. And that's because the people care about it. Right. Because if people didn't care about it, it would go to yeah. shit. I love yeah. this city. It's why I'm still here. Yeah. I've considered I know. You consider so moving. many times. I always do. Every, every so often, it's just an idea pops in I my mean, head. I mean, yeah, like, so but have I. But, but I love it here. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, be. should I move to New York? I know no matter what. Right. And I think that I think New York, I think Nashville, I think Philly, I think all these other. I don't Austin. think Nashville's your vibe. Um, have no, you been no. to Nashville? Yeah. You, and you liked it? Uh, my experience in Nashville was a little jaded. Mm. Um, well, they do have a good music scene. Right. A lot of cr- talented, creative people. Yeah. yeah, I can't live in Tennessee. I think that's no. really what it is. Nashville, I like. Tennessee is not. No, dude. I, uh, a red state is not really going to be, you know. No, I would never. But see, I would consider moving to Austin because it's like so close. Like the, the divide between the... Oh. Like it was almost blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like almost a blue. Well, do you state. hear about the governor of Texas? Yes, he does have COVID. <laughs> Perfect transition to what uh what I wanted to get into. Something I talked about today with uh some of my friends at work about It's not funny that he's sick, by the way. I right. hope he gets better. But it is <sighs> Okay. Well I hope I mean I would never wish he's a terrible human. Yeah, but he's human. responsible. Yes, he's terrible human and he tried to repeal mask mandates in schools right he is responsible for a spreading pandemic throughout his own state for sure fuck him yeah he's a i don't give a shit person. what happens to yeah him. for sure for sure for sure anyway i'm just trying to not be no i feel you an and, 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 and and that's the you know surface level it's like all right well i don't hope he dies but when you think about how destructive his decisions are mm-hmm. again you're in a position of power and you're not only not helping those who don't have it, you're hurting those that don't right. have it. And so, Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah, for sure. Get COVID. Get yeah. hospitalized. Get Eat my asshole. Listen. For sure. People who aren't vaccinated. I, you know, and you've seen my Twitter rants. Mm-hmm. Because I was a person who's like, if, all right, I'm not going to, because people get so heated about it, about not, they're so strong-willed on not getting it, that I was like, fuck it. Don't get it then. What the fuck do I care? And now I do care because things, because it's affecting me. Things are getting out of control. If I'm not going to be able to go on tour again, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Um, Yeah. You can't live the life you were promised. You would be able to live if you got the vaccine. Precisely. So we need to stop validating stupid people's stupid opinions. Yeah, I agree. We need to stop saying, oh, it's just their opinion when they're wrong. Right. We need to call out stupid people and we need to make, this is my campaign slogan right here, is make stupid people feel stupid again. (laughs) We have to. We can't keep giving them this confidence that if, that just because they're insufferable, we have to just let them have their opinion when it's starting to affect everybody else. You cannot say my body, my choice when it is affecting everybody else, you dumb fuck. Yeah. No, that's not the same at all. And I hate that argument because. And I know I'm preaching to the choir because everybody who listens to this. Right. I was going to say, Aiden, you say this every episode and everyone. I just, (laughs) I just hope here's, here's, and here's why I do it is because I hope. I can put it into terms 
that other people can hear it and then they can continue to have these conversations right. with people in their right. lives. Like it's not it. like you're swaying right. someone listening to this. Exactly. Right. I'm trying to help them sway other people because I've done it successfully. I have done it. I really? have, there are uh, a few, there are two people who I work with who were not going to get the vaccine. I convinced two of them to get it. That's amazing. It's true. One of them just got it this week. They got their first shot. That's awesome. And I was not mean about it at all. I just was like, tried to explain it to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the biggest, and, and we've talked about this before, is the biggest argument everybody has is the fertility thing. Right. It's not true. Right. I, it's I not actually true. posted and, articles. Of course. <laughs> and and the thing is. Debunking that. Right. And the thing is, is that, and and that's the one I understand the most out of all of them is because, especially in young women, when they're getting into their 30s, and this is who I see it with the most, at least like in my environment. Yeah, I've seen it too people in there who are getting in their thirties that, you know, what is it when you're 35? It's a geriatric pregnancy after you're 30, 30, dude, 30 years old. So women for, you know what? I empathize with that. That's scary. Exactly. And that's, and that's, and that's why I say that's the most understandable argument anybody is making about the vaccine is that if you're 30 or almost 30 or, or past 30, you don't want to get it because you already are at risk to not, be able to get pregnant yeah and so you're like won't even take the chance okay but uh, this vaccine is not going to touch your reproductive system and if there's anything your child will have antibodies what your child will have antibodies facts facts my thing is if there's anything between the vaccine and contracting covid Mm. that's going to be a bigger risk to you not having children right it's going to be the disease of covid right not like the, the vaccine. chance at being sick. Right. And I don't, out. and I don't think COVID, you know, would, would even do that. But if there's, if it's one of the two that are going to be a greater risk to you in your logic of, I just don't even want to take the chance. Yeah. Get the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Cause that is going to give you a better chance than COVID probably would with pregnancy. Right. My next argument, we got like 10 years left of like, healthy habitable earth mm. you're talking about like everything going to shit with our environment the climber report right yeah. i got into this last night dude and i got super manic while i was sitting at dinner with my family oh no and then i had to like go to my room and calm myself down and i was like oh really fuck. yeah because i do that sometimes like if i start thinking if i start zooming out too much you, like panic a little bit well it's just like i know like at the end of the day no matter what we're arguing about like the the climate change is happening and, oh, sure. and we're past the point of no return. Oh yeah. And all we can try to do now is to slow it down. But in order to do that, we need to get a bunch of fucking people on board and we can't even get a bunch of people to get a vaccine to not get a virus. So why the fuck would they do anything to not make the world end? Do you know what I mean? Well, I think that's two different populations you're talking about. Facts. Yeah. Right. So like we always say, like with the environmental issues that are going on and like, global warming that's that's the corporations those are yeah. a couple people making decisions at the very tippy top true vaccine right. vaccine i mean now people at the top are being like you gotta be vaccinated to work here right. shout out new york state for making nurses have to be fully vaccinated yeah. by end of september about time yeah but um i i think that's two different populations but they're both screwing us over equally right at the same time it's like neither one of them wants to see good things happen i think this is a conversation that need to, that that people need to start having and and a reality that people need to start considering when they look at their life 
Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Of like, like it's a tough conversation because it's like, obviously like people should have kids (laughs) if they want to have kids. You know what I mean? But it's like in reality, like what world are you bringing a child into right now? I always say, I'm not doing that. If you're having a baby right now, like how long are they gonna what's their life going to be like in 50 years right what world are bring them into? also bringing them into this world right now is already scary so. right yeah, yeah yeah climate change aside right i mean we're we're pretty privileged i can't say absolutely like, my life sucks my life's totally no fine absolutely absolutely everyone. but i'm saying but bigger there's picture. gonna get to a point where the amount of well i guess i can't say that i was gonna say where the amount of wealth doesn't matter because of climate change when it does because there's gonna be people who are gonna fucking go to mars yeah. And it's only going to be the rich. They're getting out of here. The ultra with. Yeah. Or the ultra rich. Ultra with. Ultra rich. I can't <gasps> fucking say that goddamn ultra word. Ultra rich. Thanks, Emma. It sounds like I'm a getting commercial. all fucking flustered it's over here. It's ultra rich. Um, the ultra wealthy. You know what really made me That's mad? That's why I was mixing up because yeah. I was trying to say uh, two different. I was saying ultra rich and ultra wealthy. You know what made me mad? Tell me about it. It's, um, so my brother is newly immunocompromised. Bummer. And such a bummer, dude. And he was in Rochester for the past like week and a half, like stuff going on at the hospital, whatever. And my mom works at the hospital and um, he got put on these new meds on Wednesday. And the doctor was like, I would really love to keep you here for observation, um, but I don't have any beds because it's all fucking COVID patients. And the majority of those COVID patients are unvaccinated. And I'm like, that's what makes me mad. Like you're, yeah. well, I mean, lots of things make me mad, but like that really set me off the edge last week when my brother was telling me that I'm like, yeah, you, someone who's sick, who got the vaccine, right. Who's just trying to get taken care of yeah, for something not related to COVID can't even fit into a hospital because there's selfish people out there that didn't get the vaccine that are now using hospital beds that are begging nurses to give them the vaccine when yeah. they're already sick. Yeah. That's what makes me mad. Totally. Like that for me, I like was like, all right, here I go tweeting again. Cause yeah. like, I'm just like, dude, as soon as, well, like obviously everyone's family members are at risk because of unvaccinated people. But like when your family member is like sick. Right. And they can't get the care they need. Then I start getting like really like, yeah. Mm-mm. But so that last week I was like, shit. And then I saw an infographic today about all the hospitals that are overwhelmed. And that pisses me off even more because everyone just loved healthcare workers at the beginning of yeah. the pandemic. And now that they're struggling again, you can literally do one thing to help them. Right. But you won't do it. Yep. So. Yeah. It's upsetting. Um, who knows what's going to happen in the and future? And that's, that's where the other part of my brain goes with like, the climate change and like things getting worse and like eventually the end we're facing the end of human existence is I was like, maybe we need it, you know, (laughs) we might as well. And that's where where my brain goes. Don't let it go there. Don't let it go there. We live in such a selfish society. We do, but there's such good people. There's such good people. Yeah. There needs to be more for sure. And then I'm like, shit, does that mean I should have kids? Right. (laughs) Yo, for real. Because you know who the ones who are reproducing are? Terrible people. Terrible people. Terrible people. Dumb people. Yeah. For the most part. Idiocracy. For sure. We're on the way to it. Yeah. Like I always tell my mom, I'm like, I'm not having kids, dude. I've been saying that since I was like seven years old. Like I saw a baby crying and I'm like, absolutely not. I also um, don't have the greatest genetics in the world. So Right. So you're like a little nervous. You're like, why would I do that to someone? Yeah. And yeah, just all signs point to no. Yeah. I love kids. I would love to have kids of my own, but. Um, Like maybe I'll adopt. Yeah. Foster. You know, there's other opportunities. Yeah. Can I adopt like a 17 year old? Yeah. 
you know to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I always said, <laughs> go like, to the orphanage. Does any of these kids play guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to be a prodigy in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. So I was like, I've always said, like, I don't want to bring kids in this world. My mom's like, if you don't, you like, there won't be another you out there. And I'm like, Diane. Like she's saying, yeah, like but, you as like a someone that's like a go getter wants a better right, community, right. not like a duplicate of me. She could. My mom's just like, when am I getting grandkids? <laughs> I'm just like, calm down. Eventually, but she's not gonna. At all? I don't know. She's got a few of them right now. Yeah. She's fine. That's well, enough. There will be more. Eh. You don't think? Maybe Brendan will yeah. have kids if yeah. anybody. Liam and Marissa will have kids. There you go. They're nurses. Okay, we need more of them. Yep. Shout out nurses. Yeah. Shout out my Vaccinated mom. Nurses. Shout out my dad. Shout out my sister. Wow. Nurses. Yeah. yeah. They're dope. Yeah. I got a lot of medical family too. Yeah. That's the other thing that's super frustrating about all of this is like when people start going on this shit, it's like dog, not to me, mm-hmm. bro. Like I got like three cousins that are fucking doctors. Right. You know? Right. 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 Yeah. But what can we do? Twitter <sighs> rants. Drink beer and watch the bachelor. No beer. No beer. beer. You didn't know that about me? No, I guess I did. We were making Margs the one night. We did I do make fucking Margs. love tequila. Those so were I'll drink tequila so and watch good. The Bachelor. Yeah, tequila, Bachelor. Any hard liquor is good with me. A claw, a glass of wine. I do love a good claw. I love a seltzer. I uh, went to a, uh, an engagement party over the weekend and was drinking uh, the Labatt seltzers. Dog, those are fire. Did you get to try the Josh Allen one? I did. I So I, I went to Consumers. As a, you know, was a, at as a good Buffalonian, a, consumers has everything. Mm. Consumers literally has everything. There's no exclusives. Okay, okay, okay. Um, there's no consumers right near me in the city. So I don't, there is not one in the city. Mm-hmm. I don't think. No. Um, shame. Yeah. It, it is weird. Cause they're such like a Buffalo based yeah. thing, but they're all in the, in the burbs. In the burbs. Um, but so I went to consumers and in the cooler, there was like the variety pack. And then there was the Josh Allen ones. And I was like, oh, fucking Josh Allen ones. Of course. But they got cherry in them. And I don't <laughs> and I don't like the way you just said that. <laughs> but they got cherry. Yeah, you hate cherry. I don't like cherry. Yeah, which is so weird. I love cherry. It's like the things. only flavor. I do. And I'm sure they're fine. Like, I'm sure I would. I actually I have some in the fridge. Maybe I'll have one. And, and try because they were like it was like raspberry lime cherry or something oh, like that that sounds it's like awesome a, yeah I just don't like cherry um, mm-hmm. so like I was scared to buy a 12 pack because I'm like what if I don't like them right. you know so you I, I went I went safe else. and I uh, just went with the variety pack but someone left some here so maybe I'll try the one Labatt like ones are yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah I've been yeah. trying like different like um like craft oh, ones you know okay yeah like specialty ones uh, the, have you had the Saranac green tea no spike seltzers no dude that sounds insane. They're so good. Um, someone brought them here for a party not too long ago, and I tried one, and I was like, yo, these are... Delicious. Super good. Yeah, Saranac green tea spiked seltzers. Damn, where am I going to find those? Wags? Probably Wegmans. Yeah. Wags. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's your uh, seltzer recommendation, everybody. And also, if you want normal seltzers. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get into regular <laughs> seltzers. We'll talk about that to wrap this up. Okay. Um. You brought me a ginger lime mule yep. polar seltzer. It's very good. It's very refreshing. So the, good. the taste is very subtle, which oh, I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very okay. like, yeah. Well, I wouldn't I, describe I, it as subtle. Okay. Uh, my sm- taste and smell are still fucked up <gasps> from COVID. Yeah, you said that. Um, Long COVID. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But, probably. Um, 
I do. You and I both love seltzer waters, but you love seltzer waters more than anybody I know loves seltzer waters. Yeah. You have an Excel spreadsheet, correct? I do. Yeah, and you have all your ratings. It's in my Twitter bio, MPhil. And you have your Instagram story highlights. Hi- that's what they called highlights. I don't yeah. have any of those. Um, but you have your Instagram highlights of your seltzer water ratings. Yeah. So I started it like bored. You know, I just started nine to five, and I was bringing like a seltzer to work every day. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start rating these because these are not it. all created equal Absolutely. at all. So and I, I got just, a lot of friends who love seltzer that listen to this podcast that will be, that will want to tell them to so. check out my spreadsheets in my Twitter bio though. Okay. But, um, so yeah, obviously not all are created equal. I've had some terrible seltzers, Trader Joe's and, um, their seltzers suck and some really bomb ones. And I've tried to think like 120 different ones. That's insane. Yeah, I know it's insane. So anytime I saw a new one at the grocery store, I'd, I would, buy it and then if yeah. like seasonal ones i would like specifically go and buy those even if i didn't need it like i've, I've spent stupid money on seltzer <laughs> water but there, i could be spending money on worse things so like if that's it Crack and then yeah that's the biggest one probably yeah, yeah. not anymore um <laughs> that was a joke I know. um yeah so seltzers that's that's my thing i love it i love it too and nachos but i don't do the nacho thing i anymore. uh i'm pretty loyal to polar yeah. Um, and then Wags. Wags. Yeah. Wagman's Wagman's polar is phenomenal. Or Wagman's polar. Wagman's seltzer is phenomenal. Bin drift. Right. Yeah. Is you're a homie big of mine. Uh, Aha is good. Waterloo is that Waterloo one? is incredible. Yeah. Those are all at Target. I've gone to Target maybe like four times. That's crazy. I yeah. go every week. I know. And that's what, so this is <laughs> every woman target. Knows. Right. Target <laughs> is the same to me as like the reality TV. Mm. Like everybody else seems to talk about it so much. And I'm like, I didn't even know it was open. You know, like I, uh, that, obviously I'm being dramatic. Yeah. Eh, you know, it's what I do. Um, if you've listened, if you've made it to the end of this podcast, yeah, me so being sorry. dramatic is not two a two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I mean, we talked a lot at the beginning before we started, so it probably True. won't be that long. Okay. But uh, I, I knew this was going to be a longer mm, one because we sorry, always everyone. no, it's great. Um, it was full of good content. I got on my soapbox there for a little bit, so it's okay. You Put know, back down it me. happens. Um, if it gets back to anybody, I was uh, shitting on. I'm sure I'll I'll face the consequences. Of it. I'm feeling more confident doing that though because of like how confident I am in my views on things now. That's Again, great. and it's because it's just I know the work I've put in to have them and understand them. That like right. when people come out of the the woodworks to you know dispute it, it's like who the fuck are you? It was pretty deep into this episode it, too, so they probably didn't last that long. No one's here anymore. It's just us. I hate when I don't last that long. <laughs> hey oh. Oh God, um, Target. Yeah, yeah, I I went to Target around Christmas time, and I remember being like, "This is the first time I've been to a Target in like years," oh. and everybody with me was like, "What the fuck?" That was like me with Best Buy. Yeah, I worked there. Dude, so I, was there I never day. go there. I walked in. The guy's like, "What are you looking for?" I was like, "A TV," and he was like, "All right, you're gonna need this," and he hands me like the big cart to like push the TV out on, and I was like, "Why?" He's like to move the TV. Like it was just such yeah. an awkward interaction because I didn't know what was going on. Right. And then when I was checking I out, I should have went with you. I, my, yeah, you really should have. <laughs> it was such a shit show. Yeah. And then because they didn't have the TV, you said I should get. So then I got this more expensive one. Right. And also, then, everybody listening, if you ever need a TV, um, ask Aiden. And you give a shit. There's some people who don't. Ask me. If you don't give a shit, you don't. You just go buy whatever. But if you give a shit. 
hit me up. I'll, I'll find you a good, I, I, that is one thing that's like, I, everybody in my family yeah. comes to me before they buy a TV. And it's just because I know so much about them. And I just, I like TVs. Well, the know? reason so I like, came you know, to you is because you the first a, time you ever saw my apartment, beautiful apartment, you go, it's so nice. And I'm like, thank you. You go, except I didn't say that. What's your TV? <laughs> yes, no. you I said, I said, it's great. I wouldn't change a thing, but I, you know, maybe upgrade the TV because it was a really old TV. You had like all that, this whole like mid-century modern thing going on. It, so, there, there was a beautiful theme going on, but then you had this like old ass TV. TVs don't fit into any decor. Yeah. But the TV you got now is nice. Yeah, it is nice. nice TV. You know what TV I want is those frame TVs. Those are sick. They just look better in a house. You There's, don't think. They're not well, good. if you're really into how your TV looks when it's off. Yeah. Or just in general. Yeah. How the TV looks in general. I think right. TVs just make it. The thing is like, ugly. it's like, uh, it's for people who don't want a nice TV, but want right. something that looks nice on the wall. Right. I Get would, a painting. Yeah. But the TV's still there. It's ugly. Yeah. But you're probably going to put it above a fireplace or anything. Anyway, it's going to be terrible. Put a painting up there. Okay. <laughs> no, the frame TVs are cool. I'm not, Thanks for the interior yeah. design advice. We didn't even get into that. Oh, God. We don't have we to. We don't have to, yeah. <laughs> Another time. Yeah. I don't know how you get into interior design in a podcast. <laughs> you know. anyway. Start sketching. Emma, thank you so much for coming on. You've been very insightful. Thanks, um, I feel like you talked me off the ledge a lot here. Um, there are a lot I'm of things. For. Yeah. And you... you you always provide good knowledge when I need it, um, which I appreciate about you. And you always bring good seltzer when I need it, which I also appreciate about you. Anytime. Thanks for coming on. Thanks I'll see for you soon. Me.